Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Get driven. Stay driven. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening and thank you for tuning in to our Thursday night programming of Totally Driven Radio. <laughs> but why wouldn't you tune into the greatest show heard all around the world? <laughs> got a full show, a full house, and just a full freaking belly to boot. My name is Bay Ragney. It's Totally Driven Radio, which means it's Totally Driven Thursday. And I got my two closest friends by my side. They are both totally driven. They are uh, with a working phone, and the other one had just enjoyed some Cinnabon, which I'm very jealous of. So let's welcome to the show the tag team. We got, we got to think uh, uh, of a tag team name for you guys. It's definitely not the heavenly roars. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It, it, uh, how about it's it's Nick and Janetti. It could be like uh, a Murdoch and Adonis. Okay. Or wait, what, what was um what was Dick Murdoch and uh, Dick Slater's name called? What were they? The, the Hardliners. Uh, yeah, I think so. There you go. Or how about how about the the, the, the anti the anti everything? Okay. <laughs> you notice Nick's not saying anything. I know. I'm waiting for Nick to say, ah, "Fuck you." Nick's, Nick's just sitting there, yeah, like you know what? He's got Cinnabon. He don't give a shit. I know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cinnabon he, don't he, care. <laughs> he wins that argument. Like all he's got to say is, uh, "I had Cinnabon." Fuck you guys. Like, uh, there's the, you can't like come back to that. It is true, uh, though. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the first time I've had Cinnabon in a while. Years. <laughs> I mean, maybe a decade. You know why? Because you eat one and you go to, into a diabetic coma. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but let me tell you, bro. Let me tell you the caramel pecan one. Hell yeah, dude. Is that what, I was wondering what that was. It, it's it's worth the coma. <laughs> oh man, oh man! I'll tell you what. I saw that and I was just like, "Son of a bitch!" Like I, I was just literally speechless because you really can't. Like if you've had Cinnabon, you can't even attempt 
to have another cinnamon bond from anywhere else in the world because nothing can compare to that. No, they they're like their own unique. They're not even the same as cinnamon buns. You know what I mean? Like we no, have them no. in my house from time to time. While I'll bake them on a Saturday morning or something. They're not even remotely the same. I mean, this is like, you know, candy of the gods. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. It, they really just take it to a whole nother universe. And they really have a lot of options since the last time I was there. I didn't realize that they have, you know, the, Becca got, it was called the middle of the roll, and it was just like the gooey center part. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, and they sold it. They sell that in a cup. But I'm gonna let you in on a little secret here, okay? The okay. only reason I posted that picture to Instagram was so I could tag my wife in it and make fun of her for not being there. <laughs> uh, uh, make fun of her for uh, for having to be at work. Exactly. Hey. <laughs> There you go. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. All right, so, uh, yeah, tonight's the big show. A lot of big things going on. Tonight's the big, uh, you know, we got the preview show going on tonight for Saturday night's big fifth show up at the Whiskey Tango in Northeast Philly. So um, we got um, things going to be calling in in about five minutes, which she sent me a little, an email a little while ago. She's like, I can only hang on. There's breaking news that I need to go cover. I'm like, okay, so find out hopefully what that breaking news is. Ah. And then uh, let's see. coming up at 9 o'clock, the one and only, truly is the one and only, Rachel Lorraine. She'll be calling in, uh, giving us a little quick preview for Saturday night, a little quick hello. Uh, actually, it's going to be a, a quick hour of hellos, previews, <laughs> and music at the 9 o'clock hour. So we got Rachel at 9 we got Crystal okay. Pinto from Cruise Circus at 9.15. We got uh, Maurice Peterson from uh, Tragedy at 9.30. And Dan, Dan Parcells will be calling in at uh, 9.45. And then uh, 10 o'clock, we, get, we can attempt our top three queen tunes again, which <laughs> let's, uh, let's see. Wait, can you hear this? Hold on, it's not playing yet. My computer's locked up, and I didn't get my new one up yet because I suck. <laughs> like getting a toy and you forget to open it. What the hell? Yep. So you heard that? Yep. Yeah. Very cool. All right, we'll be good to go. Nice. I can shut down some other stuff, maybe some memory, and we'll be good to go for the 10 o'clock hour. We also got our Instagrammer of the week we'll be picking, and, um, you know, whatever else we'll be talking about comes to mind or what's going on. We've got tons of stuff. Oh, definitely, dude. Uh, I, you know what, real quick, I want to tell you about this concert down my way that uh, I was thinking about going to, and it's uh, Oakley Dokley, which is this Ned... Flanders-themed band. It's those right. uh, Beatallica, the Beatles Metallica band. And it's, uh, uh, the rounding it out is somebody called Goth Brooks. <laughs> what was the Which is like, 
Goth Brooks, like a gothic metal version of Garth Brooks. Really? I never heard of that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty weird. Metallica, I mean, they've been around for Christ. They might be to be around for like twenty years now. Really? I, I, you know, as I like when you sent that to me, like I literally haven't seen or heard that name in a long time. I didn't even know if they were still going around. Um, oh wow! <laughs> I like some of those like weird uh, gimmicky bands. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen uh, "Here Come the Mummies." But they're pretty funny. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. It's it's pretty odd though, because I mean they are technically like like all those style bands in like that vein of tragedy. Really? Because I mean they have like cool. the the basic, you know, concept. They're doing like mashups, like Metallica is mashups of the Metallica tunes. So is it like two songs put together, or is it like one music over top of the other song? It's like two songs put together. It's like they would do like the music to ride the lightning and be singing like uh, help to it. You know, there's a way okay, like so they yeah 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 Lincoln yeah yeah Park like they and, restruct- uh, did one that was similar to that yeah correct correct okay but, yeah yeah. And, uh, like, the so, Oakley Doakley, I, I don't know, like, I guess, are they original music? I don't even know what they do. I, you know, I've never heard them perform, but I know they're from the area, but uh, I think it might be covers and originals. Okay. Pretty wild, man. But, <laughs> it's a wild yeah, concept. Yeah. And then you got those guys, um, they were just touring with the that Max Sabbath had on the show, what was it, last year? <laughs> Oh, that's was it like a McDonald's themed. <laughs> yeah, and dude, like they're like really like taking off, man. People are totally like really digging them and getting into that whole <laughs> that whole uh Sabbath theme. No, it's cool. I mean so. it's kind of gimmicky, but I mean, is it any different than different than like Guar or Green Jelly or you know what I mean? Right. Right. So, well, guess what? Kristen is on the line, so let's get her on here. And here she All is right. after a week off. Because she is super busy, and she's even going to leave us early tonight because she's super busy. But let's welcome her back to the show. <laughs> Kristen, what's going on? Oh, my goodness, so much. What's going on with you guys? Uh, you know what? I got two words for you. Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner, yes. Tell me all about that. I want to hear about this. <laughs> amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I, I I walked out of there a changed person on the whole subject of, of her. I really did. Oh, good. Yeah. It, what did it, you learn? Tell us what you learned. Uh, actually, like, uh, that he has been wanting to do this for almost 50 years. Uh, mm-hmm. In the 80s, he was going through the process for like four years. He was totally living a double life, um, you know, through the whole marriage with uh, Chris Jenner. Uh, I mean, it was just very eye-opening, the whole thing. And you were like, from the time that she walked out on stage, 
like it was literally a question and answer, and it was an over an hour long, and it was the the guy that co-authored the book with her, and I mean asking hard hitting questions, not like pussyfooting around any subject or anything. I mean they went for the jugular on every question, and she was open and honest and talked away. But you can tell from the moment she walked on that stage, she truly is happy. Like you can feel Aww. the happiness. So yeah, that's it so was, good. It, it was, and then they even like opened it up to questions in the crowd. So I, I mean, That's and brave. people were, I mean, yeah, they they were not like afraid to ask questions, and I mean, they were going for it, and she was answering everything. So yeah. Well, you know, and I think too, and if you ever watched the Diane Sawyer interview, the very first one that they did together before um, Caitlin's transition, Bruce at the time talked about having breast implants, and he had met. Chris Jenner with breast implants and that she knew that and she swears to this day that that did not happen. And so I was like, you would probably know if your husband had breast implants. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. That's what she she said. Like like just that. And that, um, when, uh, when they got together and all and they started getting serious, he was very open and honest about the whole thing with her. Yeah. So, I mean, she's obviously rewriting history, maybe just to protect herself. There's, you know, because we don't have her side to the story in terms of, you know, you married someone, even if you knew it. I, I think women, just our, our gender, also, we deny a lot of things to ourselves. Like, we can change this. This will be fine. This does happen. <laughs> so I'm sure that that happened a lot uh, with Chris. And then now that everyone knows the whole story, she's like, no, 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 no. That's not how it happened. <laughs> right. Exactly. She's probably embarrassed. Yeah, you know, and I'm I don't I don't blame her for that. That's just like human nature. So I'm not gonna you know. There's plenty of other things to pick on Chris Jenner about. I just don't feel like that's it. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, because we don't walk in their shoes at all. <laughs> it's such an unusual situation for a family to go through. Yeah, I mean that whole like part is still weird, and and she talked about that like you know, how talking to the kids and all and. <clears throat> Explaining everything and how she, uh, you know, went one by one to the kids and explained and how some took it naturally a lot harder than others and, but um, yeah, it, it's a, it, it was definitely very eye opening and um, it, it was just like it, it was it like, like I said, like you can just feel the happiness coming off her and a lot of um, like the crowd was mostly made up of uh, probably. 50, 60% was females. Um, mm-hmm. There was, and there was, you know, naturally a lot of gay people in the crowd and a lot of transgender. So, I mean, like oh, the, the male, male people in the crowd were definitely the minority. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people were like, who dragged you here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, well, that I'm was glad my, it was a positive experience. I mean, that, that's, that's, you know, why you should go, you know what I mean? To learn something and, and we can all open our minds more always. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was weird because I was not expecting to walk out of there like that. Like, I mean, I was walking in there open-minded and um, not really knowing what to expect. And I, I walked out mm-hmm. of there like totally um, positive on the whole situation. Well, I like that. It's good to hear. No, it really was. Like, the first thing he did was he messaged me, and he was just like, dude, after leaving, 
like I get it now. Like I get who Caitlyn Jenner is. You know what I mean? It, it, she mm-hmm. went from being like Bruce, who is also Caitlyn, to being Caitlyn. You know what I mean? And that's important. If other people can do that and see that, then you know what I mean. That would be awesome. Absolutely, it would make things um, a whole lot easier in this country. Honestly, and and not just towards transgender too. Anyone that has an issue with someone being different on any level. Agreed. Totally agree. Oh. So what do you have? We all need. Yeah. Well, I I am like um, so much going on. First of all, let's start off. Have you guys read the Steve Harvey memo to his staff? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, this no. Is great. What, what is, okay. So before the start of season five, um, Steve Harvey wrote a memo to his staff, and. Um, he was shooting. He shoots the show in Chicago. They wrapped the very last show today because he's moving the show to um, Los Angeles in the fall, um, and most of his staff is not going with him. Most of them were fired. Uh, so someone was had a bitter pill to swallow and released it to one of the Chicago media bloggers. So he released it today, and I'm like, I can't believe it took this long for this email to leak out. But basically, he was he's asking his staff for some boundaries. I think he was just feeling overwhelmed that people wanted him 24-7. Um, so there's a way to do it, and there's a way not to do it, and this is an example of how not to do it. So I'll quickly like, read the email because it's kind of awesome. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back. I'd like you all to review and adhere to the following notes and rules for Season 5 of my talk show. There will be no meetings in my dressing room, no stopping by or popping in, no one. That's in screaming capital letters. Do not come to my dressing room unless invited. Do not open my dressing room door, capital letters. If you open my door, expect to be removed. My security team will stop everyone from standing at my door who have the intent to see or speak to me. I want all the ambushing to stop now. That includes TV staff. You must schedule an appointment. I have been taken advantage of by my lenient policy in the past. This ends now. No more, capital letters. Do not approach me while I'm in the makeup chair unless I ask to speak with you directly. Either knock or use the doorbell. Who has a doorbell on their makeup room? Um, I am seeking more time for me throughout the day. Do not wait in any hallway to speak to me. I hate being ambushed. Please make an appointment. I promise you I will not entertain you in the hallway and do not attempt to walk with me. If you're reading this, yes, I mean you. Everyone, do not take offense to this new way of doing business. It is for the good of my personal life and enjoyment. Thank you all, Steve Harvey. No, you know, like if any of your bosses did that, wouldn't you be pissed off? No, you totally would, but the the practical person in me says that this had to have been the result of some serious privacy issues or a, a little bit too much familiarity. You know what I mean? Like there had to be something that spurred this, but I don't even know that it's necessarily news. I mean... Celebrity, a celebrity is a dick backstage. That's, I mean, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and here's the other thing, too. I think saying that you need boundaries, I don't think is a bad thing. That is not a bad thing at all. In fact, we all need them at certain times. And saying, asking, like, I just need a breath or a moment or something is okay. Um, I think it's in the delivery. That's to me. It's in the delivery. It seems odd that he doesn't have somebody that would he could have delegated that responsibility to. You know, if there was somebody that stopped at Steve Harvey, you know what I mean, and everybody had to go through the 
them. It, it, that would have been something great for them to put out there. You, I think that it comes from him personally. People are going to take it a little bit more offensive as well. Yeah, and that's what I think um, is really unusual. You you make a great point. Like maybe his assistant put it should have put it out there. I'm sure he has an assistant. Um, just to say, hey, you know what? Steve's been feeling overwhelmed lately. Um, we're just going to have to change procedures for season five, and here's how we're going to do it. Um, we're going to start with appointments for people. I mean, there is a really rational, sane way to do it, and I think people, most people would understand that. Like if someone said that to me, I'd be like, I get it. You're overwhelmed. You're busy. You have a lot going on. You need some time for yourself. Yeah, no, totally. I just, I, I'd hate to see, and since I've already seen it three times on three different entertainment shows today, um, I, I'd hate to see it blow up to, because it's not like the Christian Bale thing. It's nowhere near the Christian, you know what I mean? Like, nah, it was exactly. a, a mean low. It was a mean letter, you know? <laughs> but do you think if he wasn't doing all these multiple shows, say if he just had one true show and that was it, do you think that letter would be... Um, overstepping the bounds? I don't know, but let me pose a different question to you. This letter is old. It's like a year old or something like that. So It came out what, in the fall of 2016. Let's put it that it way. Came, okay, there you go. It came out in the yeah. fall of 2016, and it's just coming out now. That means that he had a group of loyal people, and he lost that loyalty. That is something to think about. And at the time, here's the other thing. In the start of season five, they did not know he was moving his show from Chicago to Los Angeles. They knew they had his job. The fact that they're moving the Steve Harvey show came out within the last six weeks or so. So I think someone probably was like, oh, you're not – some of us will move to L.A. if you give us the job. He didn't really take any of the staff to Los Angeles. He's kind of starting fresh, Um, even if people were willing to move themselves. Um, right. So I think there was a lot of like, well, I'll show you. Let's give you the goodbye you deserve. You know, <laughs> there was someone that totally did that. <laughs> right. Ooh. I know. Wow. Um, and, and, you know, you do have to consider people and their families if you are moving a show. Like, how do you, how much time do you give them to look for another job? Um, how much time do you give them the opportunity, like, if they really, really want to continue to work with you to pick up their lives and move? out here to the West Coast. Because I'm sure some people are like, great, I was always planning on moving to L.A. This is a great opportunity. I have a job, and I'll move. Well, I I have to imagine, though, that's sort of the nature of the business, right? I mean, you don't – I'm guessing there's some sort of contracts or something that says that he has the ability to do like this within their right as an employer or something like that. So you do have to sort of – know what you're getting into, right? I mean, you have to accept the fact that he didn't want to bring them. It doesn't mean that it sucks, it doesn't suck, or that, you know, the nice thing to do would have been, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, he was action, and it is his option of parents, you know, not to speak for Of course. Of course it is. And I I think, you know, also in the entertainment industry, we all know nothing is forever. Shows aren't forever. Uh, I guess if unless you work on The Simpsons, maybe that's probably it's the rarity. But you know, you know work on a season to season. <laughs> Supernatural's gone on forever, which is like the luckiest show ever. I mean, because it's not it's an okay show. It's not great. Going into <laughs> season it thirteen. Those, it's amazing, but you know, you have to look at those shows, and you have to also realize, like, 
a talk show, you, you get a contract season to season. As an actor, you get season to season. If you're lucky to be on This Is Us, you've got a two-season pickup order. That's great. But right. that's where <laughs> usually you're like, oh, we're just begging for ten episodes. <laughs> but, you know, just someone was really mad at Steve Harvey. And yeah, I just think, and again, I don't think his ask was wrong. I just think the delivery was wrong. You know that person, too, has probably been waiting for, what, six months to, to put that letter out there? Oh, they've been, whatever it is. Even if it was just six weeks, they're like, oh, I've got dirt on him. You just wait. <laughs> <laughs> you just wait. Um, so that was kind of a big thing. Um, as it's going on right now, as we speak to, um, ABC, is, it's like a bloodbath at ABC. They're canceling, like, every show right now. And so I keep on getting updates <laughs> as it's happening. Um, but they've canceled American Crime, they've canceled Dr. Ken, they've canceled Imaginary Mary, Secrets and Lives, The Catch, The Real O'Neills. So, um, any of your favorite shows on there? Oh, Secrets and uh, Lives? Uh, Secrets and Lives, yep. Uh, that last season yeah. was amazing. Scandal is uh, finishing up with season seven. Um, I'm just trying to think. American Idol is coming back. See, they... They didn't have a great season overall at ABC, so they are trying to revamp their entire schedule. That's why they're heavy on the cancellations. They're big up front, which is the announcement of their September shows will be happening on Tuesday. Um, and hopefully we will hear a few of who they're going to hire for American Idol because this is kind of interesting. You know, everything happens so swiftly. You know, Ryan Seacrest went to Kelly Ripa, and right. then ABC was like, we should get – American Idol back. They got American Idol back, and there's been a massive fight over musicians in Los Angeles this past week because American Idol and The Voice are fighting over who they're going to get for coaches and judges. And Kelly Clarkson was in the mix for ABC, and she asked for a certain amount of money. They didn't have it. And so The Voice was like, we'll pay it to you. So she's going for season 13 over, or season 14, excuse me, season 14 over at The Voice. And Jennifer Hudson's going for season 13 at The Voice. So they grabbed two American Idols that were up for judge on the new ABC version. And The Voice snatched them. Oh. There's so much dirt going on. This is why I was like, I was like, I have so, I'm like writing so many articles. So much is going on right this second. So I was like, oh my God, it's great though. I mean, it's exciting stuff because I feel like, I was just talking about this with someone. I'm like, we've been in a quagmire of like, political news that it's made like the entertainment news sort of like dip um and i'm like it's been boring and so now i was like we're getting some good stuff (laughs) you think like abc i mean what it sounds like to me is they're really putting all their eggs in that american idol basket over there oh they are they are hoping that like i mean i don't know if brian secret feels the pressure but they're hoping he saves the network and you know i i feel personally that it's too soon for american idol um, yeah. I could have waited a few more years, and I think a lot of people do, but they are just banking on the fact that it will happen. They're hoping that, like, between Dancing with the Stars and this and The Bachelor, that it's going to save them. Oof. I don't know. It doesn't sound too promising. It doesn't either for me. I'm just kind of like, really? This is where you're putting your eggs? Okay. You know, when there's so much good television going on everywhere, you know? You can just sit like, there and turn on, like, Netflix. Think about yeah, that. The, the Bachelor is, is one of the biggest things. Yeah. 
No, but think about it, though. This season, there's been a couple places that have made some odd choices like that. I think it was, what did I just hear, uh, WGN, which had a, a pretty good thing going on there with the combination of underground and outsiders, has not only decided to cancel outsiders, but they're changing the whole platform of the show. They're going to focus on cheap reality shows now, and, and it must still be a, you know some a, a, a design that works. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it it is very cheap to produce reality shows. And I'll tell you, it's so funny because, you know, WGN cancels The Outsiders, but they sent me, like, a huge packet of DVDs because they're looking for Emmy nominations. And I'm like, really? <laughs> it's such a weird mixed message. Do you know what I mean? Like, we have a really yeah, good quality show. We're going to cancel it, we, but we do. We would like an Emmy nomination. <laughs> Isn't that strange? Don't you think it's strange? <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> the TV business, the whole entertainment business is just strange. It's nuts. And the, um, I do want to oh, go ahead. Oh, okay, I was just gonna say real quick. There's been a couple odd shifts as well. Um, the Shannara Chronicles from MTV is switching over to Spike, and uh, the Blackish uh, backdoor pilot for the oldest daughter going to college, which I'm just calling a different world until it gets a title. Um, it's going to freeform. It looks like that's going to freeform. Yeah, that's which I mean it does fit in with shows like Young and Hungry and Baby Daddy and stuff like that. So I guess it's a good move. But it, it remember when we used to not see other channels pick up different shows? You know what I mean? Like that was a super rarity. Uh, yeah. I think my so-called yeah, wife I mean, it, was the first one I remember. And it makes sense for, for in terms of like. Um, where the, the Blackish spinoff is going to freeform. That's still owned by ABC. It keeps it in the house. Right. It keeps it a younger network. Um, but at the same time, I I look at um, the show and, you know, um, the actress, Yara, she's so incredible that I almost feel like she deserves, like, as many eyeballs as possible. And um, I don't know if you'll get – you won't get that at, at freeform the way you would get at ABC even still. So – it's just one of those things. It, I was like, okay. <laughs> you you might be right, but you never know, right? Because as far as freeform goes, let me just give you one thing, okay? Pretty Little Liars. I mean, that show is huge. <laughs> yeah, and that's their, you know, that's what they were hoping that Famous in Love, the new um, Bella Thorne yeah. show, was going to sort of take over, and it just really hasn't. They haven't even gotten their season to pick up, which you would think if it was that hot a show, it already would have happened, but... It hasn't well, happened. You, I liked it. I watched it all the way through. I, I think, though, that they're probably also, they're, they put some uh, eggs in their comic book TV show basket for this upcoming season. I think they have uh, uh, a new mutant or runaway. No, no. Man, I can't remember which one. Uh, Cloak and Dagger. That's what it was. They have Cloak yeah. and Dagger. And, and uh, I know they have another one, too, that I just heard. So I think maybe they're hoping to capture on that Shadowhunters fan base and and uh, yeah, we'll and see. they have a new Shonda uh, Crossing, which is the Shonda Lime, Shonda Land uh, dramas coming up too. So they're going to keep you know all of the Shonda rhymes. No, Shonda Land is oh, on okay. ABC. All of, all of, on yeah. ABC. So ABC's yeah. Yeah, so yeah. they'll be fine. <laughs> um, just one quick thing before I run, but um, I just want to let you know, Bay, that I am going to be. Emmys, for your consideration, you're going to die um, for Lee Remini's Scientology series. Ooh. On Monday night, so. 
Yeah. Ooh. And I have dancing with the stars that night, and I was like, I don't care. I will be up till midnight, like finishing up my work because I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> now, did did I hear correctly? Like they're going to do another season of that? Yes, they are. Yes. Holy cow! Season. Yeah. Now, did I hear that Jason Beeg is scheduled to be on season two? Do you guys know who that is? No. Yeah, maybe from Chicago mm-hmm. PD. Yeah. From Chicago PD, yeah, but a lot of people don't know is that he also had a really hard falling out with Scientology. Put a couple like hour long YouTube videos out, and uh, he, oh, I mean, I remember that. Yeah, he's pretty uh, vocal about what you know what his experience is as well. And I heard he's going to be on the second season. Um, well, I'll probably find out more too on Monday, so I can sort of confirm everything that I hear. Um, because I have to say, we all know Leah Remini is awesome, but she's also very open um, and is is good about sharing information. She's not one that like keeps things close to the vest. So I appreciate that. Awesome! Yeah, I can't wait to hear. Yes. So Ooh. I will have a full report next week. Awesome. Okay. Well, I, I guess you're going to run then. I do have to run. I'm so sorry. It's just one of those, like, couple weeks. And you know what it is? It happens every year right around this time. Um, everyone tries to cram in um, as many events and work and everything else right before Memorial Day weekend because everything shuts down for, like, a week and a half. So <laughs> just one of those weird times. Gotcha. Cool. Well, uh, I can't wait for next week now. Sounds good. Look forward to it. Yeah. Have fun. Get that news. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, well, there she goes, Kristen Burt. Check her out all over the world of social media. You can find her at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Just look for Kristen Burt, K-R-I-S-T-Y-N-B-U-R-T-T. Hey. That's K-R-I-S-T-Y-N-B-U-R-T-T. Go ahead, Nick. You know, I, I just, uh, before we move on real quick, I wanted to tell you a quick story about that guy, Jason B. Uh, the reason he left Scientology, he was in a really bad car accident. And they had been telling him that he was, you know, clear. And he wasn't supposed to have, like, bad luck and get injured. And they asked it. He asked them, hey, you know, you guys said that I was clear, like, you know, Tom Cruise and stuff. Like, how come this happened? How come I'm seriously injured? And they told him it was because his best friend was gay. So that, uh, you know, the powers or whatever, they just they didn't work on him. <laughs> what? That's what they told him, you know, you, you're hanging out with this gay guy, and, and it's obviously Holy that God. affected it somehow, and that's that's when he just had enough, dude. Just and he used to be like the poster boy. Yeah, she she was um she was showing me like the videos on YouTube of him and all going off, and she was even saying like she was hoping he was going to come on this season. She knows he's like really, um, you know, vocal about it and all, but then. Like she was thinking that maybe he didn't want to talk about it no more, and that's why he wouldn't come on. But if you're saying he might be coming on next season, holy shit, look out. I think I read that somewhere. I'm, I mean, I could be wrong, but I think that I did. Wow. She said, too, uh, now I, I don't know if this uh, is correct or not, but she told me, like, his voice, she said his voice wasn't always that bad. It was from an accident that he was in that he had hurt, his, I guess, his throat or something like that, which made it a lot hoarser. I, I wonder if it's the same accident, you know what I mean? Because I, I heard that it was a really bad accident, and he was, you know, significantly injured. So maybe it was. I I think he lucked out because he sounds like a total badass. 
Oh, totally. That's what I said. I said if his voice wasn't like that, he, that whole character wouldn't work. That's crazy. That's yeah. Did you see last night's episode yet? I did. <laughs> that fucking show. Although so good. I gotta tell you, I'm a little bit over, like, Voight, Lindsay, her boyfriend, and the mom, like. Voice being a total asshole at this point. Like, leave them alone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, uh, I, I, yeah. They weren't doing. Like, I understand that they were arguing or whatever, but nobody was doing anything at the time. It's not like it interrupted the case, or you know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah, the whole it, thing just um, it's kind of growing a beard, but especially with the mom. Like the whole mom situation, it's like pointless now like what's the point point? and dude how fast did they bring in that new character yeah like is what's her name gone for good or I don't know I, yeah I, I I didn't even know she was out like I, well you know what I mean she just wasn't yeah, they there did. this week right no it's been a few weeks she um she left to take time off because um her sister had gotten raped or something. It was like okay, in the story. Right, yeah. And uh, she left to take care of the sister. So maybe, but yeah, maybe dude, it's uh remember the other know. dude came in for like a, a few episodes and he left and they didn't yeah. even say nothing. He was in and out. Like you knew that was going to happen. No, yeah, the other guy came back and he just went back to wherever the hell he was from. <laughs> yeah. He was probably thinking, nice, I'm going to get a sweet deal here and, he just didn't work. He did. He just didn't. Um, he didn't fit. Yeah, but on, on a scale, no, I think the girl fits a lot better than he fit. Um, but yo, how convincing was Al as a pedophile? <laughs> oh man, that whole oh, episode was just creepy and, and, and nerve-wracking. You know what I mean? Like when they're when they were in there with the one guy, the second guy who got burnt, like. Oh man, good stuff. Yeah, it was, it was very creepy. It was, and, and like I got scared because then I was thinking to myself, "Holy shit!" Now, now, I, I mean, you're going to see somebody fucking do that now, like, which I mean, I'm guessing it's probably been done or whatever. I mean, because they get a lot of these stories from, you know, they're inspired by true shit. But holy fuck! Yeah, totally. And I bet you there's stuff like that on YouTube already. I know. That's the scary part. And I just... I, I don't even want to see it. <laughs> right, right. And that's what I, when I saw it, I'm like, Christ, I wonder if there is shit like that already on there. I don't know. Scary fucking world. It really is. Hell yeah, dude. Wow. Right. So, uh... All types of shit going on, man. Uh, the magazine. Yeah. Are you? How are your nerves? I, I well, the other day I was, um, you know, I talked to you real quick the other day, and I at that point, dude, I was really just ready to, uh, like upchuck my insides, like. I, I, I really was, uh, <laughs> I really wasn't good the other night, but, um, you know, after, after yesterday, yesterday was like a really good positive day and 
a lot of good stuff happening and um, out there meeting a lot of people and uh, getting the, the magazine out at a lot of locations. I got it in eight places yesterday. And such a tremendous uh, response from everybody who saw the magazine. Dude, I can't wait for you to actually hold it in your hands. To both of <laughs> Because it, it, like when I opened the box when they came last week, like I literally almost started crying because it is so fucking cool looking. And it's so glossy and high quality. Ah, oh, man, you're going to fucking love it. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, put it this way. It's it's so glossy. Like, at Free Comic Book Day the other day at uh, Comic, uh, uh, Ontario Street Comics, I was talking to uh, the pirate's son because he, does a, he goes to a lot of autographed things all over the place and gets a lot of shit autographed. And I'm showing him. I'm like, dude, like... If I get this signed, like, should I get, like, a, a pen marker to get it signed? Should I, like, he's like, no, nah, no, nah, Sharpie will be fine on it. Sharpie will be cool. I'm like, all right, if you say so, I'm trusting you. <laughs> no, that's awesome, though. Yeah. going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait. So Saturday night. Saturday night's a big fucking night. Can't wait. So excited. going to be a lot of good music. little surprise going to be happening. I know the surprise. You know the surprise. If you email me, I'll tell you the surprise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. The surprise is Janetti's oh, okay. coming. <laughs> you will be more surprised than you think. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, babe. So when are you coming back up, man? Uh, probably next month. You drive back up. <clears throat> oh, you're gonna do that again? Yeah. I'm gonna do what I told you I'm gonna do. That way I can fly back and forth. Actually, uh, <laughs> that flight is you know, the flight home. The flight home was. Eh. Would it be cheaper to to fly up here and rent a car and take it back? No. 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 They charge. No, some, you, uh, yeah. Yeah. They charge you on a godly amount for uh, returning a car like that because then they got to get it back. Somehow, oh. You know. Yeah. A lot of these places don't, you know, share cars like that. Oh. So okay. Okay. They have to get wow. it back somehow. Yeah. Like here, if uh, now I don't know if they do this everywhere, but um, here, if you uh, like rent a car outside of the airport, and this is I'm going by enterprise on this. If you rent at an enterprise, at a local enterprise uh, for a car, and you okay. return it to the airport, they charge you a hundred dollars extra for uh, dropping it off at the airport rather than going back and dropping it at the local business. Really? Yeah. So if they charge you $100, and basically this local business to the airport, to the, uh, what is it, uh, West Palm Beach Airport, is like 10 minutes, not even. Yeah, so, so if they charge you $100 for a 10-minute fucking ride, I can imagine mm-hmm. what the fuck shit would be to... Really, that's crazy. 
Hey, uh, our friend Chris Kelly just put up a video. I did like a little promo video for Saturday night. I'm going to hit play. I haven't, I mean, not that anybody can see it or whatever, but he tagged me in it. So I guess you can go right onto my thing. I'm going to share it out too, but uh, I want to hear what it is. Totally Driven Entertainment and Radio presents our fifth anniversary party with Tragedy, Rachel Lauren, Cream Circus, Dan Parcels. That's this Saturday, May 13th, 2017. Showtime starts at 8 p.m. $15 advance tickets and $20 at the door. You can find us at the Whiskey Tango, 14,000 Bustleton Avenue, Philadelphia, PA, 19116. More information can be found at www.totallydrivenradio.com. Get driven. Stay driven. I like that little rip. Good job, CK. <laughs> Very nice. Oh. I'm yeah, bummed you guys cool, are man. Here, I really am. You got to move Pennsylvania closer. <laughs> Let me work on that. All right. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. Hey, so... I. While nobody else is on the air so that we don't offend anybody except for our little group, I wanted to ask okay. you guys about about the cancellation of this show, uh, Last Man Standing. Now, for those of you that don't know, Last Man Standing is a show on ABC uh, starring Tim Allen where he plays a sort of conservative, you know, gun-loving Republican. And oh, it's a comedy, and they, they've said it's actually written from by, like, liberals. So uh, it's odd in the way that it sort of crosses the line and then crosses back. But here's the thing. Tim Allen went on Jimmy Kimmel, and he talked about attending Trump's inauguration. And all of a sudden, this show, which was averaging 6.4 million viewers in its last season, which was only down, by the way, 5% from season to season, which is significant because every other show on that network is down between 20 and 30%. Somehow it still got canceled. So I, I guess my question is, uh, based on the um, statement that they made as well, this was a political move. I mean, they didn't want somebody on TV that was a Donald Trump supporter. They didn't want, you know, uh, the, the statement that they put out, basically, we have a lot of shows that feature, you know, rich, well-off people driving nice cars, but uh, we, we need to focus now on the reality of what America is like. Like, that's a pretty strong message, right? I mean, this is a total political move. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's, I mean, you know, the uh, the people that are conservative in Hollywood, they talk all the time about getting, you know, that they keep themselves quiet because they don't want any trouble. And, you know, they don't want, because all Hollywood is liberal as, as the day is long. So, you know, and these people were not happy that they lost the election. <laughs> not happy at all. No, I mean that's what it. That really is what it seems like, Jimmy. That they're legitimately just pissed, and they don't want anything positive about him on TV. They said there was no negotiation, there was no contract discussion, 
They straight up just canceled the show. Yeah. Well, he is he is a uh, a conservative as well. You know, right. I mean, and he doesn't pretty play that. Yeah, uh, you know, and and but yeah, these it just shows how how vindictive. You know, they, they, they're all tired. They canceled a popular show. Like, yeah, well, they're all tired. Think you know, as long as you think as they do, and then when you don't, right? You know, then it's okay to be intolerant because you're intolerant, right? That's, yeah, that's right? what they say. Now you got to say you got to say that the the conservatives are just as bad, though. Um, now I don't know if you you don't totally uh, you probably know who to, who uh, Tommy Lauren is. Do you know who that is? Uh, hot blonde. Yeah, well, she is cute girl, but uh, she's a conservative commentator on what was the Blaze, uh, right. Glenn Beck Network, and she went on the View and basically said that she, you know, out of all her other political, you know, conservativeness, she supported women's rights to get an abortion. She doesn't believe that the government should be involved in, you know, the women's right to choose or whatever. Which is against the conservatives, you know, they're they're all pro life. Right. Well right. they suspended they suspended her and fired her, basically, from from the network. And she sued to get the certain things and, and all and they just they just now settled it recently, this last week. Uh so the conservatives are just as vindictive Yeah, you know. As the as the liberals, but yeah, you know, to to go out there and cancel a, a money making, you know, thing for your for your network just because you don't like the belief of of your star, you know. No, uh, yeah, I mean, it, the funny thing is that it was only five years ago that this show was greenlit in the first place. Where you know what I mean? Like they obviously were okay with it then. Well, you know what I mean. When right. I guess because Obama was in office, it was okay. Right, and basically, you know, they were they were kind of doing uh, making fun of, him, you know, on on the show. He was still like that idiot, you know. I agree. I, I think you're yeah. right. They did really sort of they they put a microscope up against both sides. I mean, he wasn't like right. always right. He was kind of a douche. Yeah, yeah. but he was kind of like a, a politically correct Archie Bunker. If you watch him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the best way I can describe him. You know, he didn't really, he, he had views, but they weren't, you know, really directed at anybody in particular. They didn't say, you know, they didn't call out, you know, homos or whatever the case was. or He didn't do that shit, but like Archie did, but, you know, I, politically correct system. I just think it's funny, too, because if you look at uh, Last Man Standing and you look at the TV show Blackish, they're kind of the same show from different ends of the spectrum. You know, we we no. just said that Last Man Standing is sort of uh, conservative, but they sort of flip it around, and, 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 you know, the liberals sometimes get the win on the conservatives on that show. And then Blackish is the exact opposite, you know what I mean? They're liberals with these sort of conservative values that end up winning out from time to time. So it's really interesting that they're both getting good ratings, one got canceled. One got a spinoff. Yeah. <laughs> well, here, here's 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 a portion of that, and I, I, this will show you the double standard how bad it is. Um, 
you go ahead and cancel Blackish, the way right. they were doing and the way they did Last Man Standing. See what happens. Right, right. You know? <laughs> go ahead. I dare you. <laughs> that would be, you know, just the absolute. You want to talk about? They'd be dragging them from the from their uh, offices, basically. It, it's yeah. terrible, but anyway. I guess everybody forgot that Anthony Anderson had all those rape charges against him. No, they'll let that shit go. But God help you, go to Donald Trump's inauguration. Shit. Wow. Hey, do you, do you think? I mean, because the, the the word the rumor has been floating around uh, pretty heavy the last couple of days about the Rock running for presidency in 2020. Do you really? I mean, the scary part is, I think if he did, he would actually win. But do you really think he would do something like that? Uh, I wouldn't have until he put out an app and shit, and then I was like, this dude, like he like he's building so towards something. Just imagine, just imagine that that. You know, here here's the uh, the 2020 election, The Rock versus Kanye West. <laughs> uh, it would suck to be Kanye. I would leave. I would. I, you know what? Honestly, I, well, I would, hope, I would hope The Rock would win that. But God help us if, if if you know, stranger things have happened. Donald Trump, Kanye West is president. Oh, I'd shoot myself. I think. Uh, I really would. I, I, I think I, I would make I would make that statement, and I would live up to it. I would move to Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I, I mean, honest. Go to the UK. They're happy to have us. Oh. Yeah, on right. the flip side, man, The Rock is just beloved. You know what I mean? Like, the, like everybody said, Vin Diesel likes it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Everybody but Vin Diesel. And, and that whole thing is just because fucking Vin Diesel is jealous that he's not The Rock. Yeah, because he saved his uh, franchise. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unfreaking believable. They ought to auto tune him all the time and make him sound like Groot. <laughs> Did you guys see that yet? New Guardians of the Galaxy? No, I'm going. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting until Tuesday. I was um there's nobody in the theater again. <laughs> I was extremely happy with the movie, but I was uh absolutely devastated by something that happened in it. Wow. Um and it, and, and Nick, you you saw the Bay, you haven't seen it, right? I guess. No, I haven't. Yeah. Uh well I'm not gonna spoil anything for you, but you you'll have to look for it at the end. Did you guys know Miley Cyrus is in the, is in the, that end credit scene? Yeah, yeah, she does the voice of yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's really? uh, it's Bing Rames, Miley Cyrus, and I forget who the third person was. Yeah. So that's the All story, right. wasn't it? Was it Stallone? Well, Stallone was. Who he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think there was a, a different one. I want to say it was Jamie Chung. Oh, yeah. Now, I heard some people were actually saying they thought that the second one was actually better than the first. Did you feel the same way? or 
You know, it's interesting because they're two very different movies. I would say that, like, on a totally just watching it and enjoying it level, uh, yeah, I would say I enjoyed the second one better. Uh, Batista and Mantis, their interaction and the way that they play off of each other is absolute gold. Um, Baby Groot is just comedy. You know what I mean? Right. That's awesome. It, now, what's the um, of the of, of the raccoon in this one? Bradley Cooper? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, it's still the same. Still the same? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. Well, you know what? Let's uh, Let's take our commercial break now and bang that out and pay the bills. This way, when we come back, we should be talking with Rachel and getting ready to go uh, play a bunch of music and talk to a bunch of people. So everybody, don't go away. Stay tuned. We'll be right back in three minutes. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from Holmes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your ghoul friend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. 
Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stories page on Facebook. Hi, this is Stacy Keach, and you are listening to Totally Driven Radio. Hi, this is Stacy Keach, and you're listening to Totally Driven Radio. <laughs> we haven't done that one in a while. Oh, that's funny, man. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, but I think we got an even better one now. There's somebody on the line here, and let's see if this is our good friend, because it's a different number every time. <laughs> What's going on, Rachel? Is it it always a different number? You know, it's that way. Usually, like, when when the number comes in, like, I type it in real fast and it'll say, like, Atlanta, Uh so I know it's you. This time it said Mexico. (laughs) This time it's what? It said Mexico. Mexico? <laughs> oh hell no, no! It's the same. That's so weird. It's six, seven, eight. That's Georgia. Wow. Oh, is it? Okay. Mexico. All right. It said Mexico. So I, well, I was like, hola. You know, <laughs> you know I, I don't know anybody else that travels around as much as you anyway. So it probably is you. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> okay. So well. how are you? Cool. I'm good. I'm good. I'm looking forward to Saturday. How are you doing? I, you know what? I'm looking forward to Sunday so I can sleep. That too. I'm looking forward <laughs> to tomorrow so I can sleep, Saturday so we can have fun, and then Sunday so I can sleep again. Hibernation. Uh, there you go. I can't wait. Saturday's gonna be so good. I, you know, it's gonna be, it's crazy. Like, uh, you know, this is what four years now that you've been uh, on the show, and uh, after all this has time, has it really been four years? Yeah. Wow. It really has. Oh God, I feel old. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You're you're so old. <laughs> I'm a fossil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is is your uh, your hand ready to start uh, signing a lot of magazines for Saturday night? Oh my God, yeah. I can't, I still can't believe um, that is the shot that that is on there. That's pretty pretty darn cool. I think that's my first magazine cover ever, so that's uh, that's pretty cool. You're popping my cherry. You, <laughs> you know, it, it's funny when uh, when you put that picture up. Like the idea was uh, cooking and putting the magazine all together, and when you put that picture up, yeah. I was like, "That's the cover shot. That's it ah, right there." That's so cool. <laughs> that's so cool. Oh, and this is your this is the first the first edition, yeah. First that's one. So cool. That's so cool. I was just oh, telling the guys awesome. like, when it came uh, the other day when I opened the box, I literally almost wanted to cry. It, it's it was yeah, a pretty Is cool really? moment. It's, 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 uh, I know I saw I saw the hot chicks holding up the holding up the the, the magazine and I was like, Oh my god, that's so awesome. Plus they made it look better anyway. <laughs> I was like, Oh my god, that's so cool. That's so cool. Uh, I'm so excited. Yeah, to, and now your it, your picture is spread all over Philadelphia. Oh, I'm gonna start crying. 
Well, it's, it's about time. You know what? You, you said you got to get me out there. You did it with a bang. I tell you what. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah, come out and perform. And by the way, here's here's a cover <laughs> of a magazine that you're on. Uh, yeah, I, I guess we really we did it the right way. We could do this more often. <laughs> yeah, you really <laughs> did. Uh, that's really awesome. <laughs> So, so like when you when you're here in Philadelphia, like are you are you going to venture to the cheesesteak side? I just might, I just might. Listen, Mother's Day is Sunday, road trip. You know. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, mom, It seems to me like if she's going to be there on Saturday, then whoever's promoting this event event really should go out of their way to make sure she has the cheesesteak. Yeah, that's true. That is so true. I agree. I deserve a cheesesteak. Acid <laughs> reflux central, but I deserve it anyway. <laughs> It'll be well worth it. You should have put that, put oh, that on so your worth it. <laughs> I know, right? Will not perform unless cheesesteak is present. <laughs> uh, funny. You know, actually, I think the place has cheesesteaks there, but but I haven't Ooh. had one from there. They don't, uh, oh, my gosh. She- just no, dude, no, 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 cut that. No, 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 Okay? <laughs> Go to a they good place. Indeed. Come on. I know uh, one of the chefs there. Don't do that. <laughs> I'll be okay. the girl snacking on the cucumbers in the corner <laughs> while oh. you guys are eating, like, like you know, stuff I want to be eating. Yeah, I'll be snacking on, on some cucumbers and scallions and <laughs> call it a day. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like tell her it's vegan. Yeah, it's a vegan cheesesteak. Yeah. Oh yeah, Philly cheesesteak is vegan. That's great. Uh, right, right. Oh wow. Oh wow. Oh man. Yeah. Gluten free, so, you know, uh, dietetic, gluten-free. vegan, you know, paleo. Uh, I, I, I wish that was the case. <laughs> so you it's know, okay, uh, I can cheat. Yeah. Well, you're in Philly. You deserve to be able to cheat. I mean, exactly. uh, none of that vegetable stuff. Eat the cheesesteak. Yeah. <laughs> Celery. <laughs> Pumpkin seeds. Eat like a rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> I may I may just just have to do that with you. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the other day I was actually thinking something. Uh, you know, uh-huh. this is the song, the video, I Hate You. I mean, it's been out uh-huh. now for how long? It's been at least six months, right? Maybe five months, or yeah, maybe six months. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We released the single in October, so I think it was the end of October. Yeah, end of October. I, oh, I yeah. think so a I lot. I guess of, it is six months. I, I think a lot of like the bands out there now that are like putting music out there, like they need to like stop and like think and, and look at like what you're doing with your song, like one song, one video. <laughs> Boom, and, and you're letting it breathe. You're letting it fester. Yeah. You're letting it get Let out it there, and it's been, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's growing and growing. Meanwhile, bands like I'll even say like Metallica, like they put an album out yeah. and they put every song out as a single at one shot. Like, and, and it's like, Ooh, oh, wow. yeah, gone. Like, yeah, it's I just, like, oh, I'm, I'm not cares? a believer in the yeah, I'm not a believer in the oversaturation thing. I think um, I think it's it's way more. I don't know. I've always wanted to leave people wanting more instead of giving too much. And uh, um, I don't know with this song, I know it's been out for a little while, but um, don't worry. I have something getting ready to be released actually in two days. 
So, um, and it's a surprise. Oh. So um, I'm really excited about it, and it's cover. And uh, the guy who actually did the song heard it and happened to really like it. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm really excited to be releasing it. But, no, you're right. Letting things breathe is, is a much better approach to to, you know, to music. It's like give people time to digest it before you before you throw more at them, you know? Yeah, totally. So now you have a new song coming out in two days. Is there a, a video coming out in two days? Too? Yeah, there's going to be a video too, but I don't think that it's being, is it, uh, is it being released? Yeah, it is being released with, with these, with the uh, cover. There's going to be a premiere in two days. So I'm very excited about this one because uh, it's very, very out of my box. And it was actually Pat, Pat Gasparini and John Reagan both of their idea to do this and um you know i was like i've never even heard this song and i was like eh, i don't know really and then and then um it came on the radio and i had never even heard it after they called me and i was like okay it's a sign and i ended up really loving it and it's very different for me i'm used to like screaming my face off every song so this right. this is really cool because it's got it's got a different vibe, and I'm I'm really really excited about it. And it's the 45th anniversary actually of the song, the song release. And it was I'll give you a hint. It was written by David Bowie, but given Ooh. to another band to do. Yeah. Wow. So I'm really okay. I'm yeah I'm really excited. I'm really really excited because it's definitely different. Uh, something you would not expect me actually any girl <laughs> to cover. Um, so I'm 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 like. I'm 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 curious to see what uh, everyone's gonna think. We've we've already uh, submitted it to all the radio stations, and we've not gotten one bad um, negative feedback. So it, it's all been really positive, and everyone's been loving it. So uh, yeah, everyone's gonna be releasing it. All the radio stations will be releasing it uh, in two days, and I'm um, I'm so 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 stoked. So I can't wait to see what you think. That's awesome. Oh, now I'm excited. Yeah. So I take it you'll yeah. be playing that Saturday night. What, babe? I take it you'll be playing that Saturday night. No, no, not at no. all. Because I did that. Yeah, no, I did that song. Um, it's not even something I'd be doing live ever with my band. It's actually because I did it separately with Pat and John. You know John Reagan. He's he's got he's worked with pretty much everybody under the sun. You you literally could name it. Yeah, every time you mention what? that name, I'm. Wow, you're working uh, with John, John Reagan. Reagan has played with um, Pete Frampton. He still does. Uh, God, like literally everyone. It's it's actually kind of funny. I can't even think because if you Google his name, you'll see he's, uh, Ace Frehley's Comet. Everybody. Oh yeah. And um, he's he's become one of my dear dear friends thanks to Pat. And yeah, they both had the idea and they both uh, played on it and produced it. And it's kind of a separate thing. So when Four by Fate goes out. And if we just so happen to tour with them or I go out with them, they'll have me come up and do that song with them. But it's kind of like a precious baby where I won't do it with my band and they won't do it without me. Kind of like one of those things, if you're there to see it, you're lucky. But but um, we're, 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 we haven't even done it, um, even thought about doing it yet because they're in Australia. So, um, so uh, yeah, but we, we do want to do it live and um, we don't know when that's going to be yet, but... Uh, it, it definitely won't be with with my band um, ever. It's kind of like, it's kind of just like a really cool special project. Wow, that's cool. <clears throat> yeah, but we will be doing covers uh, Saturday, and I'll be doing some new ones. So I'm I'm really excited. I'm gonna throw in some Queen's Rike and 
some interesting stuff. So, yay. Cool. Yeah. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. And, I know. And, I'm so and there's, excited. And, and there's a special guest I hear going to pop in for yes, a song. A special guest. <laughs> yes, he's, he is going to, I mean, it's the person is going to to it, pop in for a it's song. It's going to pop in? <laughs> yeah, it's going to pop in. <laughs> And do some uh, Judas Priest. That's all I'm going to tell you, though. That's all oh, I'm going to say. Very, yeah. very cool. You know who, who, who the person is. Uh, oh, but, I know. Uh, other people I think do know. Who the person is. But it's pretty exciting. It is. Just another high singer. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a night of really high singing. I'm excited. Absolutely. High singing, Woo-hoo. great music, and cheesesteaks. And I was about to say, Philly cheesesteaks and celery. Don't forget celery. And, yeah, and a random girl crying in the corner because she can't eat any of it. <laughs> Yay, that'll be me. <laughs> Woohoo! Nah. I actually just got back from the doctor day, and I'm on, like, this new special reflux yeast-free diet. And literally, I can't have anything I like. I mean, nothing. Sugar, bread, everything is just totally gone. So, I'm like, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so sad right now. You should have told uh, the doctor, okay. like, that don't start till Monday. I was about to say, I wish it could start Monday. God darn it. But, um, yeah, I may just have to sneak sneak some cheesesteak. But uh, you won't tell. You won't tell. Right? Okay, my, my wife's already waiting for the, <laughs> the ordering the cheesesteak for you. I'm in love with your wife. Yeah. So <laughs> oh, good. Oh, you guys are promoting. <laughs> you guys are promoting me being chunky. <laughs> Chunky and unhealthy. Darn it. That's fine by me though. I'd much rather it be that way than than um this crap. You should on I'm gonna show you I'm gonna show you Saturday what 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 this diet consists of. You're gonna be like, What can you eat? And I'm gonna be like, I still don't know. So <laughs> it'll it'll be good. <laughs> oh boy. All right, well you know what? I'm gonna uh play uh play that amazing song for everybody. No, uh, I love you. I'm actually going to go to rehearsals right now. I'm right. Oh, there goes Percy. Ah! He goes, yeah, we're we're going to rehearsals right now to rehearse for Saturday. So we're so excited. Woo. Cool. I will see you then. Sounds Thanks, like babe. a plan. I'm looking forward to Thank it. Yeah, And I'm looking forward to signing those things. And it better have saved me a lot of copies. You know what? I have a or box two, for Saturday night. And I have a list of people you have to sign them for that I have to send out to. And, uh, yeah, uh-huh. I have some copies. Yeah. Deal. At plenty. least like three or two, you know. There'll be plenty there. I mean, you know, one I have to send out to my grandma, you know, one I have to give to Tony, and one I need to keep at home for mom and dad. And <laughs> mom just gave me the most offended look ever. Sorry, mom. Say best for last. Whoa. <laughs> you should see her face right now. I think she just turned red, the color of her hair. She just said yeah, she's gonna kick my ass. All right. <laughs> I know I meant mom. Well, I meant you know best for last, but it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> you get the message. Sorry, mom. <laughs> oh, love you, babe. Oh, you. All right, Rachel. Love you too. And uh, yeah, we'll see you Saturday. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. All right. Talk to you then. Bye. All right, everybody. All right. Bye. Bye. Here's Rachel's song. I hate you. She doesn't really hate you. She really loves you and everybody else, but here's her song.
I love that freaking tune. I can never stop listening. I like never get tired of listening to that. You know what, dude? Here's why I I couldn't make it to the show on Saturday. <laughs> I had to give Tony a chance. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, I was just gonna say like the the whole reason like Nick didn't want to come is because he just wouldn't be able to stand to be in the same room with her because he'd lose his mind. <laughs> uh, I had I had to get it was for him though. You know what I mean? It was for his benefit. Uh, just look, you look at me out. You know, it's it's. I'm just trying to be fair. <laughs> He's eventually going to tour through Arizona, and things will take their natural course. Yeah, and, and you know what? You know what? Like, is a great thing to like. As, as you're listening to that tune, and you get an email notification that some more tickets were just sold. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it's going to. Yeah. That, how about like? It, it's it's funny because the uh, I guess it was yesterday. I was out putting the putting the magazines out and all, and I'm driving all over the freaking place. And my doctor, uh, he upped my water pill dosage. He doubled it. So like every like, oh, wow. freaking, like 15 minutes, I gotta like run and take a leak. Dude, I'm, I was like driving, and I'm like, there's like no Wawa's in sight. Like I'm not coming across anywhere I can just run in. I'm like, what the frig? And I was coming up to the Plymouth Meeting Mall, and there was a place in there I wanted to go to. Uh, shout out to the rock shop in Plymouth Meeting Mall. And I'm like, all right, well, they're on the upper level. And I don't know where the bathrooms are on the upper level, but I know that where the bathroom is on the lower level. So I drove to the food court side of the lower level, and I ran in there to go use the bathroom. And as I'm running in the bathroom, my I start getting, like, all these text message notifications. And here it was my cousin, Booby, um, who lives right around the corner from Whiskey Tango. And she took. She was like, "I had to stop in traffic. They just put the sign up. I can't believe it. This looks so amazing. I'm so proud. I'm so happy." <laughs> and she sent me the picture of the whiskey tango sign. And at that point, I was like, "Oh shit, this just got real. Like this is this is really happening now. This is really going to happen Saturday night." Oh man, that's awesome! And guys, if you're out there and you're listening and you know you're going to the show. Uh, buy an advance ticket because every time you do, Bay's blood pressure goes down by like four points. Yeah, and, and, and right? one, of, one of my gray hairs like turns back to black. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh, man, oh, oh man. man. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Dude, you know what? I, I, I'm going to like let everybody in on a little secret. I'm going to go that far because. Uh, uh, just for men, they came out with this new thing now. Um, I was seeing the commercials for it, and I'm like, nah. So I uh, I went and purchased it. Here it's a shampoo that you use, and it does like a gradual change, and it works. So people you know, don't really notice right away. Right. Right. Yeah, because I I mean I didn't want to go like full jet black, so it's like like the hair is like darker and i've been using it on the face too and it's darkened up the the beard a little bit yeah so <laughs> you said old jet black is that honestly that's the color is, is that is that what they say like when when they ask for that color is that what they ask for old jet black no no no. i i, I said i would go all jet black not old jet oh black. okay 
<laughs> no, but do you know what I'm talking about? When when, oh, yeah, when totally. guys like dye their hair, when old guys dye their hair black, there's like a, it's like a special color of black. And it looks like like some some old men like when they have it on, it looks like there was just like a template put on around yeah, their right. head, and it was like painted on. You know what's amazing? <laughs> my my uncle, he his he's seventy. I think he's seventy five. His fucking hair is darker than mine, and he looks younger than me. Thirty years. So, let, let me ask you: Is this something that you really care about? Like, like you're yes. self-conscious about the about you know salt and pepper or gray or whatever. You know what? The, the the actual hair on my head it doesn't bother me as much. It's the it's on the face because it's so really? it's it's so prevalent. It's so white. And it's really like a slap in the face. <laughs> it, it, it really is. How do you think I feel? I mean, I wish I wish that would it would all go, you know, all go gray, and then I could go around to Great White Wizard Randolph. But <laughs> all it is is I'm on my face. You know, I, yours is yours isn't even as bad as mine. Oh, stop it. Mine's See, that's all, crazy. Mine is just mine, about all white. See, white is good though. I think like that. Mine is turning. Mine is skipped gray completely. It's gone straight to white, like in patches. But yeah, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like that's just that means I fucking survived. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like. I, 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 oh, man, like, I'm surprised to hear that that's something that, like, is in your thoughts that you're concerned about because it's so, like, the opposite for me. Like, I say I really don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, I, and my and my shit's turning white. It's just, that's amazing to me. I, I didn't think that because whenever I see your pictures and then you got, like, the beard and stuff going, I'm like, that's cool. That's My my only issue with it, Nick, and I'll and I'll just I'll tell you straight out. I don't care about it cosmetically. It doesn't really bother me one way or the other. Um, you know, I'm not looking at me, so unless I'm looking in the mirror, <laughs> right, right. Right. I don't give a shit. But um, it's when people come over and they'll ask me if I dye my hair, because like I said, I have no gray. Maybe a little bit on the side, you know, like above the ear. But I have no gray in my my head of hair at all. So people yeah, are asking wow. me because of, uh, I just have it on my face. They're asking me if I dye my hair, and I'm like, uh, no. Like, you sure? You know, like oh, I don't. So I don't really care. But it's just annoying because people are like, oh, you, you dye your hair? No, I don't dye my hair. I don't give a shit. So <laughs> the only thing that annoys me. And you know what, like, like when I look at a picture of like somebody like a Nikki Six, like I'm looking at this fucking dude and I'm saying to myself, this fucker is almost 60 years old and he looks younger to me. You know what I mean? Like he's got like 12, maybe 10 to 12 years on me or whatever it is. And he looks younger to me. That's where it bothers me. That's when I get bothered is when like my uncle, God bless my uncle, 75 fucking years old. That fucking dude looks he still looks like fucking uh you know James Darren and Fabian and them fucking guys in the 50s and he's 75 fucking years old 
He really does. He he's amazing. It's like he, the guy doesn't fucking age. He looks the same to me as he did in uh, as as early as I can remember, nineteen seventy whatever two, nineteen seventy three whatever. He looks oh, that wow. fucking oh, young. Wow. Yeah, like he hasn't aged. His son, who is two years older than me, <laughs> he's got more gray hair than his dad. <laughs> and looks at, it's funny because when I look at the pictures now, and I start I'm starting to say to myself, he's starting to look older than his dad. <laughs> wow! I, I got to find a picture of me and him. I, we got, we took a picture together like a year ago at a family party, me and my uncle, and uh, I, I got to find it and show it to you. That's crazy. That's I would have never thought that, man. Yeah. Craziness. Absolute craziness. Going on a whole tirade about gray hairs. <laughs> uh. But I guess the worst part is that I got really excited when I saw like it was actually working and the top of my hair was getting darker. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the little yeah, things. Crazy. It's good for you. Yeah. It's the little things. <laughs> well, I I don't know where Chris is from. Uh, Cream Circus. They're rehearsing. <laughs> Maybe. You know what? Let's just uh, let me just pull up their tune. I'm just going to play their tune. Let's just do that. Sounds good to me. Here we go. Cream Circus. Rift Mountain, these guys, they are the glitter glam kings of Philadelphia, and it's perfect for Saturday night. So be there.
I had myself on mute. I had myself on mute. I was uh, <laughs> anyway. That was Cream Circus with Rift Mountain. And uh, as I was saying and talking to myself, they uh, it's such a good uh, a good mixture of that '70s glitter glam style to go along with our next guest. And let's get him on the air. The one and only Mr. Mo Royce Peterson of the band Tragedy. What's going on there, bro? Oh my God! Hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, you know, I, I got it. I got to tell you this, and this, this is no BS. Like when I started putting the planning stages of this fifth anniversary show together, I said to myself, "There is no other band to have a celebration or party with than Tragedy." I know nothing says anniversary like the word tragedy, right? <laughs> Just hopefully, it's not an omen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's man, the opposite man. of comedy. There you, you go. Know. There you go. Yeah. I mean, now they so, call it drama, but like, really, like that—that's the, the the real word is tragedy. You know, for the, the Bee Gees song. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. 
So you guys actually, uh, you guys have been doing a lot of shows this year. You guys were just over uh, across the pond for a few weeks. Yeah, we um, we did our uh, national tour of the UK, our annual national tour there uh, in February and March. And, uh, and then we're back uh, next week. We're going to... Uh, to the Netherlands and France oh, wow. and uh, the UK. Oh, snap. Look at you guys. Yeah. That's all. And then in August, uh, it's going to be um, Spain and Germany and France again. Festivals. Wow. Now, when you guys are playing over there, it was, uh, uh, a friend of mine was just over there earlier this year for a couple of weeks with a uh, with, uh, with band he's in. And he was saying it was his first time over there. And he was saying to me, he goes, like, I was really nervous. He's like, when we were plotting everything, we get over there and, you know, I'm saying to them, like, we're playing places on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesday nights. Like, is anybody going to show up? He's like, and every night we played, like, especially those early days in the week, he said the clubs were sold out. He said, and the big reason is because they start all the shows there early. Oh, yeah, that that helps. Uh, That's kind of the situation in New York City too um, you know rock shows start usually at 8 o'clock or something like that I mean headliner on on a, on a weekday um, go on around 9 o'clock and it's the same in the UK for us um, wow. I think that helps um, it's, it's hard to say you know I, I try to pick it apart all the time with, with the differences between you know like why we can do a national tour there while we can't over here um, right, and uh, it's it's weird. I mean, it, you know, I used to think that well, we just have more fans there, but now, like uh, with with iTunes and Spotify and everything, and Facebook, you can see where your fans are, and we have like yeah. ten times more fans in the U.S. than we do the U.K. But it's just such a big spread out country here that uh, right. it, it's hard to do, and it's you know we find it hard to do. Uh, that kind of touring where, you know, you can play seven nights a week like we do over there. You know, we now, did, you, we end up doing just like weekend stuff here. Right. Now, do you guys go over to um, the West Coast much? Because I, I don't think I've, I've seen, like, recently you guys going over there. It's been a while. Like, I think in the first year or two we're together, we played – Actually played at Disney out there, if you can imagine. <laughs> um, I mean, it was at the House of Blues, but still, it was Disney. Um, that was awesome. Uh, we played the Steel Panther out there too. Oh, nice. Yeah, um, but it's been a while, and you know, we get <laughs> we get requests to play on the West Coast, and and Texas we played before too, and and it's just like. Man, how are we gonna do this? Like, we need to, you know, put together a, a solid, at least a solid week of shows to make it happen. And yeah, it's too much work, man. You know? <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's especially. Uh, I mean, you got to get getting out there, and it, it, it's a whole process, and it's not as easy as it sounds. Yeah, I mean, you know, if if there were enough money being offered, that'd make it easy. Or someone just saying, "Hey, I'm going to plan this for you," 
you know, the whole thing. Right. But that's not happening right now because, you know, people are, I don't know if you noticed this, but people are idiots. They, <laughs> they don't, they don't realize some of them, a few, a few people don't realize just how special tragedy is and how we will change their lives. And, uh, you know, I mean, the rest of the world is getting on board, right? Yeah, we got, we got France now, you know, we just got this big, uh, spread in rock hard in France, a two paid spread and we haven't even played there yet. (laughs) That's awesome. You know, tragedy is kind of, kind of like a, a French kiss, you know, like, you know, Back in the day, the rest of the world was like, ooh, that's gross. Get your tongue out of my mouth. That's kind of a metaphor for tragedy, you know? <laughs> that's how people were like, people were like, get tragedy, get out of my mouth. But now, everyone's like, put it in my mouth. At well, least in certain n- regions. Now it's the party's in my mouth, and you're coming. The, the, oh, whoa, hello. Hey. You got not uh, not you personally, don't, but don't want to be premature about this. I mean, you know, Saturday <laughs> is still a couple of days away. So. Uh, so, so the new album, "The Joy of Sex," which you know what, thankfully you did send me that over, and uh, I thought I had it, and I didn't, and I was listening to it earlier. Holy shit! Like people need right? to like really get on board and French kiss tragedy because I mean, this is just an album full of disco metal anthems that you're just going to want to dance and raise your fist in the air. It's a really good time, you know, and that, that's, that's what we do. We just want to put a smile on your face that will last for a week. So <laughs> that's what we do. Hey, I, I'll tell you what, like after I finally saw you guys uh, last year, like I did have a smile on my face for a week. And I, I think a big part of that is uh, Lance. Just watching Lance on stage, like, I couldn't stop laughing. Okay. Lance, he's an editor. For those of you who don't know, Lance is our towel boy, and he's been following us around basically since the band started. Like, we try to leave him behind whenever we can, but he'll, I mean, he'll follow us across the oceans somehow and find us. We, you know, we leave him at, at rest stops, and then next thing you know, he's there at, at, at the show, and you know, ruining things, trying to steal our thunder, and you know, all we really need him to do is tell us off when we get a little too moist. Um, <laughs> but he's always trying to take the spotlight. Uh, I'll tell you what, and he don't stop. Like the whole time, on stage, ninety minutes, the guy don't stop moving. I mean, that's how he is in the hotel rooms too. I mean, that's. You know, there's good and bad with that, right? <laughs> you want someone uh, energetic in your hotel room too, you know, maybe 4 a.m. or so. But after 4 a.m., I mean, the guy's just like, I mean, he's just, just wheezing and grinding like all night, all morning. He's such an idiot. But I'm glad he, you appreciate him. He He keeps the party going. <laughs> so now one thing you guys did on the new album too was you did uh you did um what was it staying alive again yeah 
Um, you know, Staying Alive was on our first album. Our, our first album was like all the the big Bee Gees disco hits. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, our, our thinking with this was, you know, we um, we've gone through some personnel cha- changes since since we started, and um, we started making. Uh, you know, I think it was our, our third album was when we did our our first like properly produced uh music video. Okay. And um for for the last uh couple albums uh you know we uh we gone through the you know the the big Bee Gees hits, at least right. the disco hits. Um and we started branching out into other stuff, kind of Bee Gees related, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, it, it could be stuff that they wrote for other people or like could be like the theme song from Greece, which they wrote. Um, mm-hmm. It could be so, uh, the Barbra Streisand album they did. Um, or it could be, you know, something o- something else from the Saturday Night Fever album or just disco hits in general or just, right. you know, kind of guilty pleasure, gooey, soft rock stuff from the 70s and 80s. Um, so, like, you know, we had, um, you know, properly produced videos for It's Raining Men, and then uh, You're the One That I Want from Greece, and then Sweet Caroline. And um, we were uh, doing this, um, th- like, a morning TV show up in Rochester, New York, and... Um, and uh, sent them the the videos that we have. And he's like, "Wait, don't you have any Bee Gees videos?" <laughs> and, and, and we're like, oh, oh, that, yeah. So maybe we should, <laughs> maybe we should do. Let's see, what's one that everyone knows? Let's do "Staying Alive" and and you know do a, a new recording of it for the uh, for the new album. And we did, and we you know revamped it, and it's a it's a great you know very high energy new recording and uh, a proper video to go along with it which is really like you know like here it is the concept of of the band on a platter you know right bg's disco gone metal absolutely now the the song i have ready to play which you asked me to play and the original is one of my favorite tunes and this is just freaking awesome. Now, are you guys going to do a video for this one? Thinking about it, you know, um, the song, can, can I tell the people what it is? Absolutely. Go ahead. Okay. Well, it's Do You Think I'm Sexy? And um, in, uh, in Rod Stewart's version, there's the instrumental break, you know, kind of a disco instrumental break. And when we started working on it, I was like, man, that reminds me so much of uh, Paradise by the Dashboard Light, um, where it goes into that disco break. And I was thinking, whoa, that's what we should do. We should do the the whole, like, uh, baseball play-by-play, because it's a a similar situation, right? Like, are they going to get it on, or aren't they? And... um, you know, with Meatloaf, like, I guess they get it on, but then he, you know, he has to get married, and he's really unhappy about it, and he regrets, you know, he's just full of regret. But with tragedy, there are no regrets. It's just all, it's just bliss. 
it's just bliss. That's that says it all. And Saturday night will be pure bliss. So everybody needs to get their ass out there and experience. Yeah, not just your ass. Bring bring your other body parts too. Yeah, yeah, because you never know what can be used. You know what Dr. Ruth said is your most important uh, sex sex organ. She said it's not between your knees; it's between your ears. Oh, how about that? And most people think that that means your brain, but I think it means your mouth. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> and we can debate this all night. But... Well, we got music to play. Yeah, that's right. Let's rock. That's it. Cool. All right. Well, Maurice, we will uh, we will be seeing you Saturday night. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait for the party and. Uh, can't wait to be blissful. Ah, uh, yeah. We'll have a great time. Absolutely. And here's the new, uh, I, I guess it, well, this could possibly be a new single, but it's off the new album called a, The Joy of Sex. Here is Tragedy with Do You Think I'm Sexy? Yeah. 
Yeah, there you go. Tragedy wins, tragedy wins. And guess what? Philadelphia wins, too, Saturday night when tragedy rolls into town and celebrates our fifth anniversary party. I can't freaking wait. I'm so bummed you guys are I'm glad you're more excited. Uh, you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm getting amped. I really am. Since I saw the picture yesterday of the thing, like, yeah. That changed it for you? That changed it, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 good. It's going to be good. It's going to be awesome. That's cool, man. That's yeah. I, I don't want to say we were getting kind of worried, but <laughs> kind of you were you were you were hanging in there. You were hanging tough, buddy. I don't think I have a choice in the matter. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I guess that uh, helps least, when you don't have a choice. <laughs> at least that's pretty much uh, how you spelled it out to me. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be thankful at the end of the day, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it's going to be actually, by the time it's all said and done and over, it's going to be the start of the, the next day, which is Mother's Day. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, oh, all right. It's going to be a long two days for you, brother. Dude, a long three days because I I, I got a, a like tomorrow night heading down to Philly to see uh, my buddy's band's first show tomorrow night, and then the whole thing Saturday, and then uh, Sunday's Mother's Day, and we have a a Mother's Day walk for Casey's calls in the morning, and then you know oh, the nice. whole Mother's Day activities, and then yeah, at some point bed. So we'll figure it out now. Let- let me ask you a question. Your girls are a little bit older. Do uh, are are you still an active participant in Mother's Day? Um, because my daughter, she she's getting ready to turn fifteen, and then she's my only kid. So this year is the first year that I've taken a hands-off approach. It's it's between them. You know what I'm saying? Like my mom's dead. I ain't celebrating Mother's Day. It's between them. Do you still are you still like the, the the coordinator of the Mother's Day event? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to be. I have to be. Otherwise, it, I have to be the coordinator of every event just about because like asking in, in my house and and I'm and Danny's on hold now. He's probably like, what the fuck? But um, <laughs> real quick, like you know, at times there's like dinner is a is a a chore an argument. Like, because I ask people constantly, like, what do you want for dinner? Uh, what do you want for, you know, what do you want to eat? What do you want to do? And nobody can ever give me an answer, and it drives me insane. So it <laughs> falls onto my shoulders. So, uh, you know, uh, we could end up at Hooters a lot of the time. So you never yeah, know. <laughs> okay. write, write this down, because I want to get back to talking about this later on in the show. Okay. Definitely, definitely. The the whole what do you want to eat thing. I definitely want to talk about that. All right, cool. All right, well, let's welcome to the show. And, and you know what? I, I, I'm dying to ask this question because I, I, I'm a freaking idiot. And it's something that has I've been fighting with myself in my head for the last two months since the last <laughs> show. Now, Dan, say your last hey, now. Parcells. Okay, because before I said parcels, <laughs> and I kept saying to myself, wait, did I say parcels or parcels? 
So I've been nah, fighting like with the, myself uh... in my head for two months. And then uh, uh, my buddy Chris just did like a quick promo video and he put it out there as we're on the air and he said your name yeah. parcels and I'm like oh that's wrong yeah. I know that <laughs> <laughs> yeah everybody gets it wrong so it's like fuck it it'll be easier just being called that sometimes I guess right yeah but it's right. like the coach it's like the Bill Parcells the coach there you go like, from oh, the Bills cool. back in the day right is that is that who we coached I'm yeah he coached a number of teams but the Giants the Giants. Yeah, Bill just diff- oh, okay. Giants. Yeah. Okay, well, only different spelling, but but same pronunciation. So what's going on, yeah, brother? How you? I'm doing well. Happy to be a part of the show. Thanks for uh, inviting me once again. Absolutely. Ready to uh, kick the night off. Yeah. Now uh, this time you get to actually plug it in, and uh, you know, last time we did the acoustic show. And uh, you guys had everybody yeah, freaking yeah. singing along and having a good time. Yeah, it was really good. So when we got together this time around, normally we, uh, normally that's how we miss this role, uh, plugged in and, you know, full on. But it took us a couple times to get comfortable with some of the songs that we learned. And we just, you know, went in and uh, did, now we're doing the electric versions and, I got a new song I'm going to play and, nice. you know, new cover too. And so it's sounding pretty good. Sounds good. Cool. It's uh, fun. All the guys, I like working with them and all talented and we all get along. No bullshit. It's fun. We have a good time. That's always a good thing. No bullshit yeah. is always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Now, when you guys were getting ready for the last show, so you guys just practiced all acoustic the whole time then, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. the whole time. So what was it like and for you guys now, when you finally uh, plugged in? <laughs> plugged in? Uh, like, at first it was weird because the songs we were so used to playing them a little slower or something, you know? Right. But we were like, ah, we need we need something. So I have a new original we're going to play, and now it's going to sound good. You know, we're excited. I'm excited to, uh, you know, play with these guys, and hopefully we're going to uh, record and write after nice. the show. We're going we're gonna to start. I got some songs almost done. We just need to uh, really put them together and add all the, uh, add all the little uh, salt and pepper you put in between the backing vocals <laughs> this but that you know sprinkle it all on top really, and... yeah things that make it come alive and just like you know a little guitar riff that you had on you wrote on your couch and now all of a sudden it's becoming a full thing. whole big song yeah and that's uh, that's the kind of thing that excites me these days so I mean, you actually, I mean, uh, for a little while there, you were pretty quiet. We talked about that last time, you know, after uh, mm-hmm. the whole thing with the riots and all, you were uh, pretty quiet. So now it's, uh, you know, it's the the music is what's well, always been in your veins and all. But I mean, it, now that it, the the juices are flowing again, where you're actually mm-hmm. doing things, you got to be super happy. Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, one of the songs I sent you, or uh, that you'll be playing tonight. Uh, I recorded with Nicolino and Rich DeLise, who I'm playing with in my band on Saturday. 
And that was after uh, Juliet's Voice. We got to go and do a few songs. Oh, but cool. I, I haven't been playing out live a whole lot, like, until the rides came along. We did a few shows, and then after that kind of uh, fell apart, kind of when this started to happen again. So there weren't too many shows. I did the rat and roll thing. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, Once yeah. in a blue moon, people like that. People always like to come out and... I always thought we really pulled that off, the rat music. And uh, now it's like rat and two rats and kind of like a turn off. You get fucking tired of – I'm a huge fan. I, I, I have been for years, but you don't we're all like – Yeah, we're not the third, yeah. <laughs> Shit, we might be the best one. <laughs> yeah, right. That's I tried funny. to I tried to contact Bobby Blotzer when uh like Piercy the original when Piercy wasn't gonna sing for them and Blotzer was gonna you know before the rat experience happened and Right. All that shit, but he never got back to me. He's an interesting dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean uh the other guys really didn't wanna on a tour with him, so he went out and I don't think he should have used the name Rat, but I guess you kind of can't blame him for trying. No, exactly. And then yeah, I mean, and then the, and then the other guys kind of like, okay, well this guy's getting paid using the name Rat. What the hell are we doing? Right. Uh, I mean, they could have been a a huge, huge band, but they blew, they blew it. They you did. Know? <laughs> craziness. It could have been I, 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 I guess um, they are truly like uh, a rock and roll tragedy, like your song uh, that yeah. we have. <laughs> yes. And no relation to the tragedy band that will be playing on Saturday, but yeah. So so who's the rock and roll tragedy about? This this can go in so many different um, songs, ways. Um, yeah, I'm interested well, in way it goes. Uh-huh. I could probably count maybe almost on my toes how many friends I know died from drugs. Uh, most recently, a lot of heroin, you know, right. related deaths. So that kind of what inspired that. And uh, also a little bit about Janie Lane. Um, oh, cool. It's not, really, it's not really about Janie Lane, just maybe like very loosely. I'm a huge Janie Lane fan, and so are the guys in my band. And uh, so, it's, you know, just kind of based around that a little bit and just about a friend of mine who, uh, you know, overdosed and is now gone. Makes so, sense. Uh, yeah. So that's, I uh, you know, read the, the words, and we had another guitar player at the time, one of the guys from my rap band, and... Uh, we just put it together, and I did, like, I I really like my vocals on it. I did, like, two, I think at least two lead tracks, a higher and a lower, and then I did all the harmonies myself on the um, the chorus. So I'm pretty proud of it vocally, I guess. The words nice. are cool, I think. It's a little bit on the heavier side. I'm always cool for the heavier side. I, I, I'm yeah, cool. Yeah, Hell yeah. So I guess. I'll be doing this on uh, on Saturday night then. 
Uh, no, we're not actually going to do that on Saturday night, but uh, the song I originally wanted to, to send you, we were going to do, but I figured nobody's ever really heard this tune. Why let it just go to waste? Let, let people hear it. Yeah, well, let's, let's let people hear it, and uh, this way you'll have to do it for the next one. Hell yeah. And uh, hopefully I'll be in the studio very soon. Nice. New songs. And I'm, I'm going to play Brandon one on on uh, Saturday. Open it cool. up. Called Ra- Raise the Dead. I think you'll dig it. Nice. I'm excited. Dude, I'm going to thank you again for thank the you. Uh, for you and the guys for the acoustic show. It was a great time. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I can't wait for uh, Saturday night. Yeah. Can't wait to kick off the party. It's going to be a good time. Rock and roll. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. Well, Thanks, let's play this too. I'll talk to you soon. Cool. You got it, dude. Thank you. And I'll see you Saturday. Thank you. Great. See ya.
Mr. Danny Parcells. I almost said it wrong again. Parcells, rock and roll strategy. <laughs> That was a cool groove. I was digging that. Good job. I can't yeah, wait. It was surprisingly harder than I thought it would be. I, I don't know why. You know what it was? Cool. It was the the acoustic show. That's what it was. I, I That was like my Three introduction, off. so I was like, oh, okay. Three off. Cool. Yeah, yeah, totally. So there you go. Everybody? Go to eventbrite.com, get your advanced tickets. Advanced tickets will be on sale until, I think, midnight tomorrow or noontime Saturday. One of the two. I forget which one I said it for. But you can go on there and get advanced tickets and save a few bucks. So there you go. Otherwise, we'll see you Saturday night at Whiskey Tango. And uh, all right. Now into the last hour of the show. <laughs> Nick wanted to talk. Uh, you wanted to talk more about uh, the whole dinner thing. Oh yeah, it was, You know what it was. You started talking about how it was. It, it falls on you to figure out what to do for dinner because everybody wants to go out, but nobody wants to say where they want to go. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they they want you to decide, and, and it sucks because you start to feel like you're making people go where you want to go. And exactly. really you're just trying to not drive around in your car for two fucking hours. <laughs> exactly. Totally, 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 totally. And, and like, do you get this answer? Like now I get the answer food, something edible. Yeah. But they think they're uh, funny. Right. Right. Like <laughs> I, I want to like beat my head against the concrete. Like, please. Well, I've actually went as far as telling them, like, okay, we're going out to dinner. And I'll be like, well, I'm not getting in the car until I know where I'm going. You know what I mean? Like, forget it. <laughs> like, it's, it's cool to have an opinion. Just tell me. You know what I mean? Like, I want spaghetti. I want a cheesesteak. It's no big deal. If I don't want it, I'll say no. You know what I mean? Like, just. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. Like, 99... I don't care. That's what they say. I don't care. Whatever. 99% of, like, whatever they're going to pick, I'm going to want. Usually the right, only right. thing, like, they'll pick that sometimes, like, I just have to be in the mood for it, is Chinese food. Otherwise, like, I'm game for anything. Right. No, so I, I'm with you on that. I, I think the only, the one for me that I'm not with it really is Arby's. Uh, we discussed the whole Arby's world last year, last week. Yeah, yeah. That's everybody had Arby's for dinner last night, and I just I had some leftover calzone from the night before, so I was good. <laughs> oh man, oh man, oh man. Jeanette doesn't. I mean, have there's that nothing problem. better than the calzone. Two cows, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I'm, you know what? I'm now, I, there's, I very rarely go out to eat now down here. But when I do, it's Wawa. So terrible. Now, do you, like, how do I phrase this delicately? Are you budget friendly or do you just not fit like being at a table by yourself? Yeah, no, I just, I, you know, I really don't go, if I'm going by myself, I really, you know, whatever, I, I 
if I do go out, it's like I'll go get Chinese food, I'll go get something, and I'll bring it back here. I don't, you know, really, like, go sit in restaurants by myself. No, totally. I I'm, I'm, I totally understand that, man. Um, yeah. Every day this week I've gone out to lunch because my wife spent at work and it's just been me and I have, like, pockets full of money right now. And uh, I end up doing the same thing. I, I end up going there, but then I just get it and come home because you, you just don't want to be the dude who's just sitting there kind of lonely at the table. Yeah, uh, you know, and there's nothing really to, you know, I can watch – whatever on the phone at home. So, you know, right, right. <laughs> whatever. So, yeah. But on now I, it, it's getting even worse down here with Wawa. They put one that's about, I'd say 10 miles away from the house. So I've been going oh. to that one and, and they're opening up one during the summer. That'll be basically five miles from the house. So oh, now oh, they've oh. just, now they've just gone and done it. There is a half mile from the house. They are opening up a fucking Wawa. God damn it, I'm going to be big as a house. He's going to be fucking, now, now he's going to be walking to Wawa. I have to. That might be good. I have to. Yeah, it's the only fucking exercise I'll get. <laughs> now, you know what, though? On the whole restaurant thing, you do, don't y'all have Shoney's down there? No. Oh. No, no. Now, in, in Virginia, I had them. Okay. When I was in right. Virginia, they had they had a few left of Shoney's. Uh, but, yeah, no, down here they don't have any of them. I was going to say, a Shoney's, my ass will sit in there by myself for a Shoney. <laughs> yeah. No, it's very, yeah. Uh, it's very rare but, that I'll go out to, to eat anymore. So. But do you get to the point, like, even, like, um, w- whether you're going out to eat or grabbing something on the fly or even at home making something, like, I, I like, I'm to the point now where, like, I don't even know what I want to eat anymore. Yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. I think that that's a sign of, like, eating out too much. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't have a menu to decide. I get that way, though. You know, they'll just be like, well, let's just get takeout or let's just order something. And I'll be like, well, we just had pizza. We just had Chinese food. We, just, You know what I mean? We just went to the buffet. And, and you end up like, I, the only thing that's going for me is that I like to try new things. So I'm not afraid to just stop in like an Ethiopian restaurant and have some like rice and fly. Yeah, see, I couldn't do that. There ain't no way. You know what I mean? And I'll experiment at home when I'm cooking so that we get a little... And you get a you get a pretty decent amount of experimentation out of Jess, huh? Yeah, at times. At, uh, dude, I'll tell you what. The other night she made um, uh, and it's not really much an experiment, experimentation, whatever. To, uh, say that word. I'm sorry, it's still it, food, and I'm gonna love it. So there you go. But uh, the other night she made. Uh, I mean, just she made cheeseburgers, but uh, she made it. She was gonna originally make it with. Um, she was gonna. Uh, like cut out the middle of the the ground meat and right. fry an egg in the middle oh. as she's cooking. But she ended up just uh, putting it on top, and oh my god, it was so fucking good, so good. It really, it was like, yeah. A window. Oh. It was like cooked, the egg was like cooked perfect, where it was like half and half. You know what I mean? Like the yolk was half and half, and uh, yeah, it was so fucking good. <laughs> Now the only thing the only thing I've actually wanted to try is that 
I would be able to make it home. I saw on one of the network shows, one of the food shows, that this guy up in Boston or somewhere up there, they do steamed hamburgers. Oh, and they yeah, do, yeah, yeah. Yeah, steamed cheeseburgers, whatever it is. Like a couple of the of things are just the hamburgers, and then a couple of the slots are like uh, cheese. And it basically just like melts the cheese as, as it does in uh, for Steve's cheesesteaks. Hmm. They have one of these boxes is like two hundred and some dollars. I really want to get one of these fucking things, but I don't oh, want to wow. spend the two hundred some dollars. <laughs> There's a place out here. It's called the Chicago uh, Hamburger Company, and they do steamed uh, sliders. And they, they they steam the buns too, and it just it comes out perfect. Mm. I oh. love. Cheeseburgers. No, I just want to. I just want to try it so bad. My luck, I get the <laughs> fucking thing, and it, they'll suck. But I doubt it. Too funny. So, all right. Well, let's uh, let, let's flip over to our our top Instagram person of the week. Um, Nick, I'm going to let you go first, so you can uh. Tell us who your pick is, and also tell us why you picked this person as your top Instagram person of the week. All right, cool. Um, I picked a young, beautiful young lady named Camilla Mendez, who um, you can follow her on Instagram, at Cami Mendez, and Mendez is with an S, not a Z. And she plays Veronica on Riverdale. And uh, not only is she doing just an amazing job. I mean, this is like, it's, people think it's like Dawson's Creek, but it's a lot more Twin Peaks than, than you could ever imagine. And uh, not only is she just fantastic, but she is a goddamn smoke show. Like, just, <laughs> mm. you know what I mean? Like that. I don't know how you spell that to hashtag it, but... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's very she's very active on Instagram. Lots of uh, behind the scenes stuff, lots of deleted scenes, lots of a mixture of at home stuff. And uh, she likes to Instagram herself working out. So go me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Okay, well, uh, my top Instagrammer of the week. Um, it's funny because it was kind of like last week where there was like two people in the running. And actually, as of like yesterday, today, there was three people in the running. But my number one pick from early in the week, I, they just have to – I just got to keep them at number one. And uh, the main reason of that is – and it's not because they like to show themselves um, – <laughs> but she she was doing the other day, you know the what's it called like the the thing at the top of the Instagram where it's got like a little like minute oh, clip videos. Yeah, well, not the live, but um, you know where it's like a minute clip or thirty second clips or whatever story. Is that what it's called? Oh yeah, story, yeah, that's what it is. Story. Yeah. The other day she was putting up a bunch of these Instagram stories back to back to back, and she was backstage somewhere, wherever the fuck she was. And she had a midget with her and they were like dancing and being goofy and all. And it was just hysterical. And uh, that person is Demi Lovato. 
That's awesome because she was on my list this week, and I didn't see the midget one. Oh, right. I did. <laughs> Like as soon as I saw it, I was like, "Bing, we got a winner." <laughs> that was it. It was it was like Monday or Tuesday night. I was like, "Oh, there we go." Now it's funny because I'm looking at the sticky notes on my computer, and I'm I'm going to be honest here, and I'm going to let you know I have a sticky note from Tuesday, I think it was, and it says Bay is going to pick Gabby Greco this week. <laughs> that, that, that's uh, all it said. Because she, That's had, a good one. she had put up four or five different uh, stories. And why was yeah, it sticky? Because there you go. Right. I, I'll tell you what, man. Gabby is great. Uh, her 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 videos. She puts those videos up, and they are like the top news stories over in like France and England and shit. Like that's from Pete News. It's amazing to me. Like it blows my mind. Like it's front page fucking news. It, what's crazy is it doesn't seem like it's even news in America. No. It, it, I mean, she's literally just wearing like skimpy outfits, like goofy outfits, and just dancing in front of her phone. And it and it becomes front page news. <laughs> Headline in Paris, France. Gabby Greco dances dressed as a hot dog. (laughs) And you know who else does that? It's Frenchie. And and Frenchie, she knows exactly what she's doing. Because she'll, like, from time to time, she'll send me a message with the the headline clips. And she's laughing. Like, she she knows. She's like, I make front page, uh, you know, and she's... It's amazing. It's amazing. Look, I, I'm going to tag Frenchie in the thing, and she'll she'll start like beating me or fucking messaging me. And and she just puts out like the, she'll just put out there like the other day it was uh, she was putting a thing out there saying how she wanted to to make her boobs bigger again or do more plastic surgery, and it's front page news. It's amazing. Frenchie's crazy, dude. I, I don't know. Me and you aren't on the same wavelength when it comes to her. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Nah, she's awesome. No, nah, she is. She's a good, uh, a good friend of the show. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. She's been hanging around with uh, uh, who's that? Courtney Stoddard or Stodden, whatever her name is. Oh, really? Yeah. And she was hanging around. What's her name, too, uh, recently? Uh, Farrah Abraham. <laughs> oh, man. So it's like all the classy girls in one place. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Are you sure Kylie Jenner's not in there somewhere? <laughs> uh, it's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. Oh, it's too funny. So uh, let me say, uh, you know what? I need your list again uh, for Queen and Janetti. Are are you doing this or? Sure. All right. Can you guys message me your top three? It's just so I can be ready to pull the tunes up. Uh, Give me like two minutes to get it. Yeah. 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 
He's not prepared. So I'll I'll start. And my fucking YouTube's gonna be running so. Ah, uh, this fucking thing. I I mean I I really like. I'm really looking forward to like I'm not looking forward to. It. I was gonna say I'm like I'm looking forward to Monday, but then it's like work. Okay. I went like 24 hours of nothing. Dude, you gotta get your new computer put together, man. I, I know. I, believe <laughs> me, I know. It, dude, it's ridiculous. It's sitting in the fucking box in my dining room. It is. It's totally nuts. You know what? Let me um. I'm gonna shut this other browser down. I'm trying to shut stuff down to make shit run better. Close tabs. Okay, that reminds me that um, I want to talk to you. I don't know if you want to talk about it on the air, but I want to talk to you about that thing we were talking about in private message um, regarding artwork. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want to know how that story ended. Uh, it hasn't ended yet. <laughs> oh, it hasn't ended yet. Yeah, I'm. It was. I was supposed to, like, have a phone meeting with the, with the person like Tuesday night oh, when man. I was like in the middle of like met, melt, metal melt, yeah, mental meltdown, and <laughs> uh, I, I was just like, dude, like, I, I can't, I can't even think about that stuff or talk about that stuff until Sunday, the earliest. So I'm supposed to talk to him Sunday night now. Wow. Yeah, and, and it's funny. Like I, I've actually like I had a few people that like were coming to me about interviews and stuff this week, and I, I've told them like I I can't I can't do it this week. Like I, th- my brain is not in it this week at all. Like I'm just worried about Saturday and getting these magazines out. And I even had like we have that we have a new show now on Fridays, uh, which started last week called the Bareback Facts, which is actually um, our good friend Henry Rice's uh, son. Uh, here he's like this huge history major buff and becoming a teacher and he's got all these degrees in history and all this stuff. Um, so he's doing like a lot of, he's, he does it like a, a, an internet show already, like uh, on Facebook, does like Facebook live and all. Well, now he's doing a show on our network on Fridays at five o'clock. It's called the bareback facts. And uh, actually uh, he, he said to me, he goes, all right, I'm going to shake things up in week two. I goes, we're going to discuss communism. I'm like, all right, dude, like go for it. Like whatever you want to talk about, it's your show. So, but uh, his, uh, I get a message the other day, like yesterday, it was uh, Henry's nephew wants to do a football show. And I, he messaged, I didn't answer him yesterday and he messaged me again today. And I'm like, dude, and I just said, like, you have to give me till Monday, like hit me back up Monday and like, let me get past the weekend first. So... (laughs) Damn. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Okay. So, all right. Let me. Uh, I'll start it off here. So, uh, my number three uh, Queen tune is um, a tune which uh, actually I grew to love uh, from a cover version of it, and 
when I heard uh, the original version, it, it's almost exact. I mean, they did such an amazing job uh, in the cover that the, it made me love the original just as much as the cover. And that's um, uh, Stone Cold Pretty. And Metallica did a cover of it. Uh, and it just, it, it literally sounds just like the real thing. So, uh, and, and it's, it's such an amazing and powerful rock and roll tune. And it's like two minutes long, which is, you know, it's, that's a rarity. Visuals, right, right up again. heavy. Like, Queen was never really about being this heavy. No, that's true. I've got to hear the Metallica one. know his opinion on this song. On what? The uh, Stone Cold Crazy? Yeah. I liked it. Um, it was, it wasn't, it was a, it was a far, not far, but it was, a, it was a reach for Queen because they weren't really a rock, you know, that right. more rock opera, rock opera, I would say with, with, with these guys. Um, so to have that one, but I think maybe they were doing this under pressure of, of, you know, trying to get into mainstream. I know. I mean, that's what I mean. Like when I heard Metallica do it, I was like, initially I was like, cause Metallica did it. It sounded like a Metallica tune. So I was like, all right. And then I find out like it's a queen cover. I'm like, Holy shit! Like I, I, I never heard Queen play like fucking heavy shit like this. I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. So let me. Uh, sorry. Let me. A little Facebook post ready to so we can alert everybody. Yeah. Here. Uh, here No, it, it's scary. Like the day I learned how to type. <laughs> I've been on the fucking computer for fucking ten years now, and I still can't type.
All right, let's go. Janetti, I want to save uh, Janetti's uh, picks. I want to have him be the, the last pick. So we're going to go with Nick next. So, Nick, we did that little change around. So is your number three still three? It is, yeah. I think that's the, the change around that you said there is uh, perfect. Okay. Okay. And let me, uh, before I do this, let me look at Janetti's list. Cause I... It's totally different from mine. Okay, yeah. And actually, uh, as I'm looking at it, me and Janetti have the same number one. So, all right, this will be cool. So, oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, so here is uh, here's Nick's number three queen tune, and it's I have asthma. One of many it's an asthma commercial. Well, real quick, I, I picked this one because it had that, like, power pop feel to it. You know what I mean? But it was sort of, uh, I, I don't know, it's, it's a badass song. It's about a high-class call girl. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, it's, it's a hell of a song. It is, this is a great song. It has the best vocabulary. You know, it's like when you look at these um, these old videos from the, the 70s and all with, with Queen and all, and yeah. these early tunes, it's like, it, it's, I, I don't know if maybe because we know now, but it's weird, like, people didn't realize that he was gay. Right. <laughs> Now, it's interesting to me because, like your song, I first heard this song as a cover, and then I was like, oh, wow, i got to listen to the original, and I, I almost couldn't distinguish between the two, and it was crazy. Now, who did the cover? You know what? I'm typing it up as as we speak, and I want to say that it was some 41. Really? I'm I'm checking to make sure, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was some 41. Wow. That's crazy. Okay, so next is uh, Janetti's number three. Now, it's funny because when I, when I saw this pick of his... Um, <laughs> I re- I remember like in the early days of 
mine and Janetti's friendships uh, were spent doing something that it's not something that should be done. But uh, we used to drive around. <laughs> we used to drive around and and smoke up and drink cocktails and listen to Queen and Elton John. And uh, this was one of them songs that I just remember us driving around and singing to. <laughs> Top of our lungs. Yes, yes. And that's uh, the song Bicycle. With our hands in the air going along with it. <laughs> <laughs> and that you you have to like raise your hand on that note. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> You know, it's weird. Like, I'm watching a lyric video for this now. It, it, like, it's so different when you listen to a song and you have the lyrics in front of you and you're reading along with them. Oh, absolutely. No, what about this tune? Did you like, Janetti? Um, it was it was the operatic, you know, type of uh, the chorus, the up and down, you know, the. the I like the Hey, this is where I back bottom make the rock world go round. Absolutely. So yeah, it was. I I just always liked that. Um, Rock opera, and this, this is like the pinnacle. This this was the that was the pinnacle of it, and that little that little uh, you know after after what you just stopped on, you know the little bicycle. Uh, It's all about the bells. Yeah, right. Like, you couldn't write this song today because no yeah. kid can ride a bicycle. Yeah. Well, you know, now, now I had always heard that uh, bicycle means something different in, in uh, foreign markets. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, so I was, and after I heard that, I was always wondering about this song after that. Because well, I'm, what's he it's, What's he riding? The bicycle, you know what I mean? It, right. It's basically, jerking off is is what they, you know. Oh wow. Riding the bike. Yeah. So uh, that's what I had heard. Now I don't know if that was ever true or, or and you know what? I I've never ever gone and looked it up on Google or anything like that. So you didn't want that to be true. in your browser history. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
<laughs> you know, so yeah, it was one of those that it was something that I heard that I never, you know, you never disbelieved, but you never quite looked at it the same after that. <laughs> so. oh, man. But yeah, I, he just says jerking off to bicycle. Yeah, right. <laughs> What does bicycle? Does bicycle mean jerking off? So yeah, I, I or riding the bike, right? Something like that. That's I forget funny. But yeah, it was just it, it always made me wonder after that because if all he wants to do is bicycle, you know, he, he's all he wants to do is jerk off. So I don't know if that's you know. But either way, that's not why I liked it. <laughs> I was going to say, either way, it says a lot towards why you like the song and why you relate yeah. to it. <laughs> no. He had to make no. sure he put that, that statement out there. Yeah, I had, I had to. Yeah, that's, you know. I was always, I was always, because I, I was looking at a lot of the songs, and I have a, a huge list. I mean, I, I was surprised that I could uh, whittle it down to three. Um, a huge list of, of favorite Queen songs, but a lot of them are, are subjective now. When you listen to them back when we were younger, you know we didn't know any of this shit. We just liked the songs, right? Um, right. You know, so when when the song "I Want to Break Free" came out, it we're not really sure what he talked. Years ago, we didn't care. So, you know, the messages weren't there. Right. right. You know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah, it was just, you know, one of those things. And I always thought it was cool that like, a junkyard dog used another one bites the dust. Don't. Coming up on WWE. Yeah. You know, love that shit. But. Uh, it's good stuff. So, all right, so n- number two uh, is actually a tie for myself and Nick. Um, I-, I mean, this is just a song that, uh, how could you not love it? How can you not love um, what they're singing about? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's, just, uh, it's just a thing that's very dear and close to my heart. And um, let me start playing it, and Nick, you can oh, tell your little... Uh, so the, the thing is that it's i mean it's a bluesy sort of very alternative uh, sound to what, you know, I think that they're, all three of my songs, I think, are very different in the way that they sound. And and I think that's a, you know, testament to their ability as a band and as a singer. Yeah, you know, that, that's a good point. As I was looking at your list, I, I was just thinking that, like, all three of the things you, you picked are, yeah, all different. Yeah, I mean, this one has sort of a bluesy, maybe, do you get a little bit of glam rock in there? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, but, but whereas the other one was very clean in a way, you know what I mean? It was almost operatic in the way that it was, you know, hardcore opera pop. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's a badass song. I mean, who doesn't like a nice ass? Absolutely. And you know what's funny too? Like, oh, there's been quite a few times in the last so many years of Facebook, like I put up the song title of this song, and it's kind of funny because like a lot of the the girls that do have a fat ass will like it. <laughs> well, and who doesn't want a naughty nanny? <laughs> <laughs> Now, that song was recorded the year before I was born. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. You're a youngin'. I guess. By comparison only. (laughs) (laughs) Too funny. Sorry, so... Uh, Janetti's number two. I'm actually, I, I don't even know if I know this song. I'm waiting to hear. Um, the song is called uh, Save Me. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to, and I'm trying to see what album it was off of. But like, Ready for Rush? Okay, here we go. Uh, okay. Yeah, 
This is one of them sad songs. Yeah. Was this on one of the later albums? No, this was an early album, actually. Really? I'm trying to find it, yeah. Um, yeah I think No, it was off the uh, 79 album, The Game. Okay. has that feel of something that he would have written later on in his career, like, you know, when he started writing all sad stuff. Yeah. Just overall, I mean, it was it was a really emotional song, great song. Um, and one of the reasons I put it on here is, is I, one of the albums I really like from them is the jazz album that they did. Um, came out in '78. I now I wasn't I didn't buy albums back then. I, you know, I was only like, like six, I think, seven, something like that. Um, so 
So obviously it, it was later on that I bought it, but I really enjoyed it. It was one of the albums that I could listen to like full way through. You know, it's like some songs of Queen you liked better than others, and some of them you fast forwarded over. You know, or skipped. Right. And yeah, so but this was a song that I could do like the entire album and listen to it. Um, and I just didn't want to choose a second song from the same album because <laughs> Bicycle Race is on that album. Um, but yeah, one of the things I like, "Don't Stop Me Now" or or. Uh, what was the other one there? I'm trying to think. Um, oh, Fat Bottom Girls is from there. Uh, and Let Me Entertain You was one that I really enjoyed. But either way, so that's part of it. Very, very cool. Let me see here. Yeah. All right, let me uh, find the next number one. Okay. So since me and Janetti are, uh, we both have team number one, I figure we'll do yours next, Nick, your number one. Okay. Sounds um, good. And actually, we tried doing this last week. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I remember I was saying, I didn't know what this song was. And then I played it and I was like, oh, all right, I, I know what it is. So here's Nick's number one queen tune, Princes of the Universe. After this, yeah, yeah, two seconds. I'll let it born to be king with a prince. Uh, 
You can almost picture this like in um, <laughs> uh, Flash Gordon. Yeah, it yeah. does, it, and and that's why I think it fits so good with Highlander because it is sort of science fiction, despite the way it's presented. And uh, yeah, man, I mean, it's just there's so much to this. Like, there, there's a couple of layers here of why I like it. Um, it's the only song on on the whole album that was written only by Freddie Mercury. Um, and then, like I said, not just that, the music video, the connection to Highlander, Russell Mulcahy, he shot the video, and uh, <laughs> like like I said, he's sword fighting with Christopher Lambert in it, and <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just it's 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 a total badass moment where like a movie and a, a big ass band come together. And, you know, we didn't get that, like, a whole lot back then. Right. That's true. It was almost kind of taboo. Like, you, you didn't really have, like, big bands doing soundtracks for, for movies much. Right. And this one ended up having, like, three or four different songs, you know, uh, that that were directly, you know, part of the, the, the movie. Mm-hmm. So, absolutely, man. I mean, I I love that song, dude. It's just it's every time I hear it when it starts up, dude, you get pumped up. You know what I mean? Right. I'm like, hell yeah! Where's my sword? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that song and, and the uh, the uh, wrestling part in the beginning of Highland was the only good parts of Highlander for me. <laughs> Other than that, it was like, oh, no, come on. Oh, that hurts. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not much of the Highlander fan. Funny. So, all right, so I'm getting ready to to play uh, the number one song for both uh, Janetti and myself, and I'm, like, torn between do I want to, like, do the lyric video or do I want to do the actual real video to watch along as I'm doing this? Yeah. I, yeah, I think I'm going to do uh, the actual. Yeah, I'll leave it up to you. It was it was difficult. There was a lot of songs that I could have put out of this out of this album. There was a mm-hmm. lot of songs I could have put at number one, just because I mean it was it, I like this album so much. And as as a matter of fact, this was um when this album was released was the the time that we spent a lot of time uh, driving around doing things that yeah. we shouldn't have been doing. Um, yeah, and we right. were listening to this album a lot. And I remember then having that same emotion I have now when I hear it. And I re- even remember yeah. like talking to you about it, like just how deep this song really was. Um, Absolutely. And, and meant after Freddie was gone. Um, right, because he knew he knew he was yeah. safe. We nobody ever knew until he died. Mm-hmm. You know, it was released like maybe three days before that he was sick, and then you know that week later on that week they announced he died. Yeah. So yeah. it was just you know shattered. It was and and the album had come out. Um, 
I don't know if it was after his death, like right after or, or right before. But yeah, yeah we didn't know, realized that that this song meant what it meant. Yeah, you know, it's, it is so uh, deep. And I I remember when I got to see them in in concert. Um, I guess it was two years ago. Um, when they played this song, I mean, just crying like a baby. And it's it does didn't help matter like when they got like the video screens going and they're showing Freddie singing along with it. I mean, it was just yeah. very moving. Right. Um, and, and the song is um, The Show Must Go On, which, you know, it, it's it's kind of sad that it took them so long to, you know, keep the show going because, I mean, he kind of gave them the message there. Right now, small McCafe's smoothies, sure. are just $2. And every sixth purchase is free with our app. That's good to know. Yeah, right. <laughs> the video and they're showing them live clips with like the enormous freaking crowds it's amazing video does anybody want to take it anymore Thank you. 
fairy tales of yesterday with rope that never dies. I can You know, it's. Uh, I'm looking at the album now of of the Innuendo album, which is where that came off of. Mm-hmm. Um, and that uh, the whole album is really. I mean, I enjoyed Innuendo. Uh, I'm going slightly mad. Headlong, I used as a friggin' wrestling entrance theme at some point. Um, don't try so hard. These are the days of our lives. Uh, and, and But the show must go on was probably at the top there for me. Now, how about, um, as I'm looking at it, it's the next video up, um, Who Wants to Live Forever? That was on the same album, too, is it, right? Is that, is that the video they did right before he was, as he was dying? Yeah. But they they released that song previously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a it, that was a song. Right. They, I was they added. Say it is a hauntingly beautiful song. You know what I mean? The way that it's delivered is just incredible. Freaking McDonald's commercial. Apple with smoked bacon with sweet maple seasoning, grilled onions, and a creamy Dijon sauce with a hint of honey on chicken or steer beef. So I, I was gonna. I, going to play the tune right now um it was just reminding me um you know how kind of eerie it was with this song and um you know as he was uh, i guess they released it after he died or as he was dying and i forget but um it, no maybe this isn't the video But I was going to say um, how it was kind of like a parallel with uh, with the Freddie Mercury in this video and dying. And then, you know, years later, David Bowie and that video that he released just as he died. Sure. How it was kind of haunting, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it happens like that sometimes and you just have to wonder, you know what I mean? Like, I know you guys aren't big uh, hip-hop fans, but uh, Notorious B.I.G., his album was called Life After Death, the one that he had just finished before he died. Right. It's, it's just, it's that's crazy how it works out like that. Yeah. This world has no 
Now, how old was uh, uh, Freddie Mercury when he, when he died? In his forties, right? Yeah. Yeah, I want to say forty-four, uh, maybe. So, I mean, he's actually—I mean, younger than than I am—and you, you just like how full of a life he led in those 44 years, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, now this, um, now, just to say that this is, uh, they redid it for the album, uh, but when it's be released, this originally, the, uh, uh, kind of, It's like bringing the whole fucking show down to like a halt. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It just fits so perfectly within the story in the movie as well. You know what I mean? Where he stays. Yeah the same age and he's burying his like 90 year old wife and uh yeah i mean it's just it's it's an emotional song Mm -hmm. well i i want to thank both you guys um (laughs) for not um picking radio gaga (laughs) no No. You know what what song I was going to pick, though, as my second choice instead of that Save Me was I Want It All. I I really did like that song, but I'll do that as an honorable mention. But you remember that one? It's actually actually queued up to play almost now. I hate when you can't skip an ad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hey, we're private Christian. And it's affordable. Yeah. 
Mercury's beard is darker than mine. Mm. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Reminiscent of Stone Cold Crazy there. on mute, so I didn't get to listen to it ahead of time to make sure it's the one, but I'm pretty sure it is. That is pretty close. That's good. It's a lot closer than you would think some 41 would get. Totally. Yeah. Extraordinary night. Nice. 
See, something like this is like where you see, or or where you hear, I should say. Um, you know, it's one of them bands where, yeah, like they're, they're one of them punky pop punk bands or whatever how you want to like right, categorize right. them. Where you would think, ah, oh, they're not that good, they're not that talented, and then you hear them do something like this, and you like look at them in a whole different way, like, oh shit, like uh, there is fucking, you know, that's that whole I, different level of musicianship. Absolutely, you look at you listen to this song, and you're like, I, you can't believe, you know what I mean? It's the same people that did Fat Lip. You know? Right. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I knew and you were dude. Okay, he was. I, I I looked it up. He he was forty five when he passed. Oh wow! So you were really close. Yeah. All right. As I'm letting that play, um, a few things before we wrap up. <laughs> there was a, a Facebook status that. Somebody posted, and I, I read it, and I just laughed, and I have to read it before we go off air, which we already are off air. We're in the archive now. But uh, the person posted, and this person always, like, posts crazy fucking shit, and uh, I, I think is totally bipolar and has <laughs> a lot of issues. Um, was just thinking, the most pathetic thing a guy can do is send you a fake dick pic when he's trying to get you to date him. Doesn't he realize that once you're with him, you're going to know the dick he sent wasn't his, and you'll be turned off by his little pecker? Most guys don't have that charming of a personality for us to overlook a lie like that and be happy with his tiny ding ding. Not saying this has happened lately, but it has happened. Just food for thought. Guys, if you're going to send a pic of your schlong, at least make sure it's yours. Women are not into false advertising. We'll end up refunding the whole package. You know, that's a lot of shit talking for a gender that pushes up their bras, covers up their faces, plucks all the hair out of their body. You know what I mean? Like, cut us some fucking slack. (laughs) Well, the person that posted that, I mean, posts stuff like that constantly, or just, like, can be the happiest person in the world at one second, and the next second is going the fuck off like a raving lunatic. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, uh, I don't even know if I should say the name live on here. Oh, you definitely no. should. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's somebody that everybody knows. Uh, Janetti knows personally. Um, oh, great. Yeah, Nick. I don't know I if you never sent her a picture of my dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, she she used to bring sunny days to a lot of people. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> what, what was that? That was smooth. She's a, she's a fucking <laughs> moron, what she is. Oh, <laughs> you know what, Jimmy? Don't hold back. <laughs> no, she's a... But, man... She's just always been a cunt. I'm sorry. Oh, I love it. Always hated her. <laughs> That's the new clip for the show. 
Featuring Jimmy Janetti. And then play the clip. Yeah. She's she's always been that way. Is that an award uh twenty seven award moment right there? Yeah. <laughs> I think it might be. The only thing better is if we could get the person on the show and then play the clip. I'll tell her to her face. (laughs) I always hated that bitch. And you you know she is, too. I mean... Hey. You know? I just host the fucking show. Don't bring me into it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's... She was always that way. Like, here's some guy that um, friended her, and and then, I I don't know, like, I look at this, and I'm like, this is fucking embarrassing. So so this guy, I guess, friends her, and then he posts on her wall, thanks for the ad, you made my heart flutter every week as a young fan. Cheers to my first TV crush and an extraordinary icon. Oh, yeah. See, that's just one thirsty bastard. You know what I mean? Like, that's I hate that shit. That's that white knighting that shit, thinking that she's dumb enough to fall for it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know what's worse, the fact that he wrote it or the fact that she shared it with people to just show how loved she is still. You know what I mean? Come the fuck on with that shit. You, ah. Well, here, here, here's another one. This one's from 13 hours ago. I would love you forever if you gave me a birthday shout out. Uh, there was no response from her. <laughs> that was that, that had to be Magic Mike. <laughs> Dude, I remember going to one of those. You and I went to one of those friggin' uh, wrestling things. Uh, the convention that was had a match attached to it. Right. She's walking around the hotel room naked looking for Bret Hart. As big as she was, too. Asshole. Yeah, that's... I, I don't... Yeah. I, I think I'm with Jimmy here. She's... No. She's... Dude, she's always been like that, too. She's the yeah. biggest fucking pain in the ass. There, there, there's someone on my newsfeed. I don't know if you guys know her or not, so I won't say it, but... um. She does something very similar. She constantly posts, like, inbox messages that she gets from dudes from, like, dating sites and stuff. And, like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Oh. It's crazy. You, you guys <laughs> know who I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. She's actually, She's uh, at one time, she was good friends with uh, Tammy. So, but, uh, like, <laughs> do, you ever, do you ever look at that shit, though, and be like, yo, you're an old broad. You know what I mean? Like, how much pickier can you afford to be? You, you know what I mean? Like, the, your hot shit days are behind you at this point. You know what I mean? The hill it, has started to go down. You know? I saw I saw one post of hers where she was talking with uh, said pain in the ass. And Oh, really? Uh, yeah, they were going back and forth about how they were looking for a younger guy that you know, uh, take care of them or, or not take care of them, but, uh, um, you know, that can, didn't know what they were doing, but could do it for a long time, basically. 
Right. 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 You know, and, and I'm sitting there and I'm going, why would they be interested in you too? Right. No, why would he's 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 <laughs> why, you know, I mean, look, I, when I was younger, I liked older girls too, but I wasn't going to sit there and, and, you know, uh, chase them. Right. Well, you said you liked older girls, right? Not the golden girls. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, th- that person that I'm talking about, she has a tendency to put up these like quasi topless pics, and like it's nasty. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can tell that there was surgery done there back when they hadn't perfected the surgery. You know what I mean? Like, the milk's gone bad. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> just say no. The <laughs> milk has gone bad. No. Uh, now, you mentioned this term earlier, and I saw you actually uh, – you posted it to Rachel, too, and she even asked, what the hell does that mean? Like, and, and it's something I never heard until you started saying it the last few, I guess, week or so, and it's thirsty. Okay, so thirsty is like an urban term, and it's just like guys that are constantly in there trying to get it. You know what I mean? Like they, they just – it's beyond horny. It's like – hitting on everything that moves, trying every trick you can to get in there. You know what I mean? Just, like, thirsty for it. You know what I mean? Like, but that's it. That's that's what the young kids are saying these days. There are always people. Trust me. You guys might not know what it means, but the catch me outside girl knows what it means. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's funny. As soon as you explained it, I, I just started laughing. And the funny part was Rachel, like Rachel's, like uh, you know, a lot younger than us, and she didn't even know what it meant. I was really surprised by that. I was like, because she is pretty young, you know what I mean, like. Right. And it's not like I like it's not like something from like the hood of Phoenix to I don't go there. You know what I mean? Like I obviously heard it on like Empire or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, well yeah. I don't I don't know. It's been a fun show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. So it's uh, your turn for next week. Right. I was just going to say that. Um, you know, there were, there was a couple different – and i got to start writing them down. So I had a couple different ideas um, for topics. Um, I think I'm going to go with your top three favorite – I got I gotta, it's got to be specific now. Top three okay. favorite – Cruising songs. Now, so you just get in I'm, your car and just roll, right? Like, like a, a, a good, a, a feel-good cruising uh, summer song. Okay, that always okay, makes, that's what you're you know you what I mean. Put the windows uh, down. You're right. smiling. You're singing yes. along, and it's yes. just fun. Exactly, and it could be, uh, you know. Well, it wouldn't count for you, but it could be the middle of winter in a blizzard in the East Coast, and you can right. still turn the windows down and crank this tune up and melt snow. 
Love it. Absolutely. Awesome. Now the question, Can't wait Jeanette, for this you, one. you went around on that one. I'll probably be out on that one since I'm mostly listening to Doctor Who when I cruise now. <laughs> Doctor Who's not melting any snow, my friend. I don't need to melt any snow now, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, all right, well, let's wrap it up. Uh, hey, we're, we're, uh, <laughs> we are 48 hours away from tragedy taking the stage. The big, the big question is, I think I need to take a nap on Saturday. Yeah, I'd say. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, Saturday night, Whiskey Tango, Northeast Philly. Check us out. Come out. Celebrate. Fifth anniversary party. Get your magazine. Get your autographs. Get your groove on. And uh, get your drink on, too. It's a freaking party. Celebrate. Have fun. Going to miss you guys. Yeah, man. I yeah. can't wait. And you, we better see some Facebook Live videos all night long. We're going to be doing a lot of Facebook Live videos. I'm going to have to bring, like, a battery charger with me. And I think I'm going to bring my actual camera, too, just so I can do, like, actual videos of performances. I, I was even thinking of going and buying, like, a tripod and set my freaking camera up somewhere. Oh, that'd be cool for the YouTube page. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to have to uh, probably clear my phone out of pictures and, and, and messages and shit to free up a lot of space. <laughs> Get rid of some yeah, apps that you might not cool. use because they're pretty big. I've done that already. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you know what? The apps don't take up much space, some of them. It's the fucking messages. Like Janetti said, it, believe it or not, it's your messages that takes up a lot of space. Oh, wow. See, you know, I guess we don't play the same kind of games on our phone. I don't play no games. <laughs> on my phone. I no, I like That's part of why the my phone didn't work because the game was taking up the the rest of the space of of what the messages were. Uh, <laughs> now, what game are you playing? Uh, Injustice, Gods Among Us. Oh, okay, I'm playing DC Legends. <laughs> okay, there you go. Yeah, there you go. And this and and I got to tell you today, Injustice Mobile Two came out today, so I haven't even been able to download it because I don't have fucking space. Starfire's in it, Red Hood's in it. Oh, oh yeah, they're all in it. So, oh yeah. And I can't download the thing because I'm I'm out of space. They. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I know you're not into, like, the video games like that, but some of these, like, maybe not the mobile versions, but definitely, like, the game versions, they're like movies, man. You can even go on YouTube and just watch all of the cutscenes put together into, like, a two-hour movie. You know, first off, like, I I really miss video games. I just don't have time for them. And second off, there's there's no way... I would sit and play it on my fucking phone because the screen is just too goddamn small. <laughs> yeah. I, dude, I finally uh, went the other day to the eye doctors last week, and I can't wait for my new glasses. I was saying it last night. We went to uh, a local bar here the other night or last night to like put some magazines out, and um, I was sitting there. And when they're when you're I'm in dark rooms, like it's even worse. 
to like try to see. And that's all I kept saying. I'm like, uh, I, I can't wait for my fucking glasses to come in. I can't wait for my glasses to come in. Dude, I would love if they came in tomorrow so I had them in time for Saturday. Oh, that'd be awesome. So, Good luck. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, let's wrap it up. Thanks again for everybody uh, tuning in, calling in, getting driven. Thanks to uh, Mr. Uh, Wilkinson and Janetti. And, uh, yeah, next week we'll have uh, – updates and tune into the Facebook pages and all if you can't make it out and if you're not in the Philadelphia area. There's there's one person I think uh, bought tickets is coming out from Pittsburgh. So Oh wow. Yeah. If you're in a six hour radius you have no excuse. So <laughs> <laughs> on that note until next time. Have a good one. Stay driven everybody. I'll talk to you all later.